Hey, I'm Death Knight, and you're listening to Saffron Shadow Legends. Assemble! Enjoy! Welcome back to the channel. I am the Saffron Man, and we're here today with Shadow Legends Assemble, episode 57, and we're going to be welcoming Besmir to the podcast for the first time ever. Um, lots going on in the world of uh, Teleria this week. Um, we had an AMA, we've had some events, announcements, we're going to be talking all about that. So without any further ado, let's just jump right on into it and uh, and get cracking. Who do we have with us today? Um, let's start with Mad Kappa, the one and only Mad Kappa. How you doing, sir? Always a pleasure. How you been? It's amazing to be back. Thank you very much. Uh, doing great. Looking forward to today. Got a lot of opinions. A lot. Mm, I like a lot of opinions. Good to hear. Nice stuff, man. Um, been up to much this week at all? Oh, you know, just getting the fusion, doing the what seems to be that's like the dailies now is is prep for a fusion or a or a fragment champion or whatever you want to call it. Spend lots of gems, bitch about something that Plarium is uh, gaffed on, and then uh, rinse repeat. So it's. Uh, Business as usual. Business as usual. I like it. Well, thanks a lot for being here, man. Looking forward to hearing what you've got to say in a little bit. Um, and so Rufus Shinra, ever present. How you doing, man? Um, been up too much this week. Thanks no. for being here. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, hello to everyone around the table. The week has been as busy as the other ones, as uh, Matt Kappa said, between prepping for a fusion, finishing a fusion. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'd say that I'm a little bit in a... Um, raid uh fatigue recovery mode uh because yep. i'm done with everything i need to do in game and now i'm just cruising doing a few takeovers to uh to recover yeah i, I wouldn't be doing a few takeovers to recover that's for damn sure but um no, it, 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 it relaxes me it's a relaxing activity <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair play man. well thanks for jumping on in mate looking forward to hearing what you got to say in a little bit uh, before we get on to Besmir I just want to say uh, our next our next cast member is, is Smiley TK um, last time we heard from Smiley um, you know, he was a new content creator just started on YouTube and Twitch had that little bit of a, of a contest with MTG Jedi which is a real bit of fun um, but you know, over the last week or so I think it was two weeks ago now uh, he managed to hit partner on Twitch so um, just from everyone Massive congratulations and Smiley TK, thanks for jumping on in, man. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me, Mac. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm really, really honored to be here again to talk to you guys. And yeah, like hitting partner, I, I can't believe it, guys. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, I really appreciate the community as a whole for just the love and support. And um, I'm really excited to talk about the topics today, but I'm doing great. That's cool, man. So, yeah, you said, you know, if you had a long grind to partner, you managed to get there and, and you, you're doing really well for yourself. Um, I think you said you mentioned there's a few people out there that help you get along the way. Any kind of shout outs you want to give to anyone? Yeah, there's a there's a few. So the first big shout out I'm going to give is uh, Murder Inc. He really, really um, helped give me a big push as far as uh, exposure. Like He's been rating me a lot and he's been uh, he gave me a few shout outs in his videos as well. So I really, really appreciate him and everything he's done for the community thus far. And uh, the other person I really want to be thankful for is Caleb. He's my moderator, but he's also a uh, he's also a YouTuber for another game called Cronker, and he's a okay. pretty big YouTuber and a gamer for that and a streamer. He's also partnered, and he's actually um, the biggest reason or biggest part of why I was able to partner so fast. Like he gave me a lot of guidance and uh, tips along the way as yep. far as YouTube as well. So I really uh, I really thank him for that. Uh, nice, good stuff, man. So, what's one of the biggest changes since you've hit partner, really? Like, because you know, lots of people, you know, Darth, for instance, um, you know, he went for years um, trying to get it. Like, what's the one big difference uh, since um, you've hit partner? Mm, I think, honestly, I, I, I don't want to say it like this because it, it might come across the wrong way, but 
Um, I did grind a lot to get partner, mm -hmm. but ever since like once you get partner, you have a bit of a bit more ease and uh, like leeway as far as like when you want to stream and like when you want to put more time in. But it's security. It's like, yeah, because like you, like when you're not partner, you want to just grind as much time as you can into the game, and you know just um just pretty much just work for it. you know work as hard as you can. Like not to say I'm not working hard as much as I was before, yeah. but like real life stuff has come off. Like come on at the like I guess you could say the right time, even though it's not really what I want to happen. Yeah, it's just I don't have as much time to put in the game like that I did like a few weeks ago. Like right now I'm kind of back on schedule, but late like the past uh a couple of weeks. I've been uh, really, really busy with real life stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just the timing of it. Like I, I got partnered like just right before I was about to go into like a two week sort, not a hiatus, but like a long, uh, like a vacation, I guess you could say. But nice. I'm back now. Nice. Well, uh, well, congrats again, man. Thanks for being here, buddy. I uh, can't wait to hear some of your opinions on some of these topics, man. Uh, thanks a bunch. Um, and last but by no means least, our first ever time on this podcast is with Besmir. Um, Besmir, um, kind of, I, I've known Besmir for a long time. He, he was in around my cluster. He then made, went to be a content creator for himself, and he's got his own awesome clan going on now. But Besmir, it's so good to have you on in, man. How are you doing, buddy? It's a, it's a real pleasure. Thank you for the invite, first of all, and hello, guys, again. Uh, I mean, I have been watching this podcast or your podcast every, not every single week. I can't be that fake, but uh, every Saturday I could, especially when I was early mid-game. It was so useful, plenty of information, plenty of ideas to take and try on my own composition champions. So, it, first of all, it's a honor. So, I'm I'm truly thankful to you for that and yeah we have been in touch for a long time i've been around for so long so we know each other pretty well but it's still a big emotion to be here so thanks and mate it, the, the honor is mine man so thanks a lot for coming on in buddy so how we kind of uh, get things going on this podcast is we, we break down your origin story buddy so i mean how did like i'm sorry, it's sort of the same for you like i think lockdown kind of affected a lot of things differently for a lot of different people was that kind of the the push to make you be a content creator was you created before lockdown um before raid what came first raid or twitch all right so no uh raid was my first content if we're gonna call that content yeah. i i mean i have never streamed before i came across raid i was playing another game called age of magic similar gacha game yeah. with similar mechanics so a little bit more let's say soft it was not that i mean heavy spending game but i was bored the game was flat you know those these games or the majority of them at some point when you hit like the roof there is not much more to look for so you start looking around and raid had plenty of ads all over the place youtube google play everywhere so i just downloaded it and in the first touch it didn't actually pull me that much because i did download that in december we're talking december 2019 and uh i did not start to play that to play it actively until january okay. so i did it has stayed for over a month on my phone i didn't have plug and play at all by the time i was only playing on my phone for over a month because it was just like a side game time killer you know you grab the phone where you're on the train going back home from work or going to the office and you do something you pull two shards you run a couple of dungeons you know yep but yeah at some point on january i don't really remember what happened but 
perhaps I pulled something good. <laughs> so I was, okay, now let's look at this champion. What does he do? I think I, I pulled, but that will be, uh, I'll be talking about this later. Yeah. Uh, I pulled something good. And th so I started to look for YouTube videos, for, for guides, for content that was related to my champ. And I found, I found out there were so deep mechanics around it. So that actually caught my attention. So I started to think of strategies and how could I build and so on, because before that it was just like random clicking, you know? Yep. Uh, nice. And so, uh, okay. So when rage sort of started up and you started playing on your phone, like, yeah, I was playing well before playing play as well, like months on the phone, my poor batteries, I, I must've gone through like three phones in a year. It was crazy. But I mean, when you first started playing raid, um, who was your first champion that you picked out the starters champ? Yeah, talking about phones, I just let me uh, do a comment <laughs> on that. I mean, my old poor phone was uh, Google Pixel XL. I mean, it was the second series, so it was not a super performant phone. Yeah. And I think I killed that phone with the raid by that time because uh, it has it has been working like a clock for over two years. And uh, after I think a month or two that I started playing raid actively on the phone, like stressfully, uh, I just died. So yeah. But yeah, let's move on. Uh, my first, my starter was Kale, so I did not miss that. Nice. And it was just random luck because I did not watch any YouTube when I started. I just downloaded the game, started, completed tutorial, picked a starter and went into campaign. Nice. And it happened to be a Kale, so yeah. <laughs> nice. And was he your first 60 as well? It was my first 60, but it took a while. <laughs> I was lacking and I was doing the complete wrong thing by taking people to 50, like many new players do. Yep. So you just had an army of 50s uh, before you made KU your 60, right? Exactly. Yeah, nice. Um, and um, who was your first Lego and how long did it take you to get a Lego? Uh, you said you were kind of inactive for like the first couple of months. It was on your phone. Uh, so how long did it take you to get a Lego, man? Who was it? Yeah, I think it was exactly somewhere in, in in January 2020. So after a month and a half or something like that, I, uh, that I had started to play, and that was a martyr. Oh. So that basically decided that basically decided was the decision or the the trigger for me to start to play the game more actively. Yeah. Um, because like she was completely naked or having some just random gear, and she was making my account progress like. You could you could touch it. You could see it. I was going through campaign brutal like um, knife on a butter. It was just easy game. So I was, how can a champ change your account that much without even big thinking or behind it? So because there was no real good build, just some random stuff. Yeah. But she was such a carry. So yeah. Uh, yeah, tremendous carry is a martyr. The fact that it's your first legendary. Oh, mate, well done. Congrats. Um, and you said it took you a little while to get a Lego. So what was your, like, your first sort of biggest mistake and when starting out? Obviously, we mentioned that you had an army of five stars uh, going on. But uh, apart from that, are there any other kind of things that you would recommend to new players to not do? Uh, I think a mistake that costed me something, because at the very beginning, I was completely free to play, like... I think I spent the first money like more than two months in. But yeah. anyway, the, at the very beginning, you got to be efficient with your using your resources, or your progress progression is going to be slowing down like significantly, right? So I did use Lego books on Kale, and that I that costed me a lot when I pulled Marty. That was painful because I couldn't book her, and I remembered how many books did I use in Kale? I think it was four or five to finish it. Oof. Wow. Um, 
any misfed champs in that in that selection? I, I've misfed a few before now. Luckily, after that big mistake, once I pulled Martyr, like I mentioned earlier, I yeah. started to watch some YouTube. I started to watch Stu. I started to watch. I mean, actually, by the time one of the biggest one was Dart Micro, but yeah. he was doing mainly short pulls. Still, some of the early game guys from Dart Micro were very accurate and very helpful. So I started to watch and Cold Brew as well. I started to watch some guides, some YouTube, and I realized, well, perhaps it's better to save the resources because it's, they are so hard to, to, to get. Because when, when you are at the very beginning, you get some Lego books, right? From the achievements, from the quests, from progression, and you think you're going to get them. But until you hit that clan boss nightmare, you know, at some point you will not, you will get no more Lego books. So. Uh, talking about books and then shards as well pull on 2x and stuff like that but youtube saved basically my progression it, it did speed up a lot uh, nice good stuff and um things that you can kind of still improve on things that you're still working on uh obviously we have new dungeons coming up are you working on a new dungeons team uh are you working on a new updated clan boss team doom tower what are you currently working on at the moment man i mean uh clan boss it's a bit sad, but uh, I see that the teams are basically now flat and common. Uh, Bat Eater is meta. If, if it's not Bat Eater, it's another unkillable. Everyone's running unkillable. And I did actually... I, it was a bit painful for me to get rid of my old counter-attack team with Martyr. Talking about Martyr, she has been in my combo team for so long. Yeah. But at some point, you have to do that because Bat Eater just gives you the peace of mind of hitting... Uh, Three clicks and then hitting auto on every single affinity, no matter what difficulty, no matter where it's if it's spirit, if it's force. So, and you can just step away from your keyboard and do something else in those twenty minutes. Or if you are streaming, you can talk to your to your audience and be a little bit more interactive. So, bad eater is as per now my my Columbus team, and I don't think I'm gonna work on it. I can one key all the affinities, so I have no no real interest in pushing my Columbus team. I'm I'm very focused in arena. Like when you hit the end game, in my opinion, or at least talking about me, the only competitive content, really competitive content, is arena. And we're talking about arena platinum. And I'm doing I'm trying to be consistent in finishing plat every week. Yeah. I've been consistent now for a couple of months, uh, trying to improve. But actually, in the last two weeks, I have done worse. The best position I've reached it was 52nd, uh, three or four weeks ago, and then I did a 66, and then the of this uh, the previous monday i did 80 but i've been at least consistent in top 100 which is uh which is a good achievement for me especially if you think that i'm not i mean regardless of what you could think if you watch my account i'm not that a big whale i have spent something but i pretty sh i'm i can say without any arrogance that i have been efficient into using both my money my spendings and also my resources in game so uh, right now i'm working on my arena trying to be a little bit more consistent and yeah. to be a little bit more you know close to that roof uh nice good stuff um uh, and things that uh sorry your favorite kind of champs or team in the game obviously you've had martyr very on i'm sure martyr is high up in your ranks sort of champs that you have in your roster uh is there anyone else other than martyr that is like damn just an amazing champ uh i will be mainstream with this pick but i think it's i would be fake if i did not mention her i think trunda yeah is the best champ right if not trunda uh right now with the current meta if we're talking about the current meta trend and Kymer. Yeah. but if we're talking about like uh if we take a longer a bigger time frame i think trend has been all over one of the best champions 
for 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 arena and not only for arena if you think if you think of the scenarios and the content you could use her if you build her differently yeah trenda can be useful elsewhere very versatile isn't she she really is she can be used whatever people want to use them so um yeah great pick uh i can't wait to get one i'll be happier than hell hades when i finally get one you just do you watch um he was very happy when he finally got his but um and yeah finally your sort of favorite video either one that you've kind of made for yourself or, or one that you watched starting out or just like a favorite video that you've seen from a content creator that kind of just really helped you out for right reason or you really enjoyed it you know I forgot if that was you or Cold Brew, but uh, one of them had a video about Martyr in Clan Boss. Yeah. And uh, that basically changed the way of uh, my way of interpreting the game because I was so focused on making useless five stars. And I think one of the first lines they uh, they said, so I can't give credit to any of, to either of them, but I, I will give credit to both because I, I have been, um, I've been helped a lot by, by, by them videos by their one so uh the first one of the first lines they said was uh was this one uh your clan boss champions should be all six star and that opened a new world for me so i was okay then i should just stop five starring champs and take something to six star and yeah started from kale then martyr and i got myself a clan boss team so that was basically yeah Mate, I bet your clan team was so good early doors. My gosh. Um, um I, I have been chuking with an, with a counter attack back in the days without mm -hmm. bulk. I have been using weird champs. My my main attack down for clan boss has been for months Coffin Smasher. I even have a YouTube video about him. I don't do YouTube that much. I mean, I, because it's just I have no time, you know. Yeah. A parent I'm I'm a, I'm a parent of a 1-year-old little human. Some someone that has been hitting my stream by mistake could have seen him and I do have a daily job so I do really not get too much time to work on YouTube I would love to but one of the few guys I have is in Coffin's Martial People's Attack Down so he used to be one of my and another interesting and underrated champ I used to run on my two keys UNM uh, team was uh, Rear Guard Sergeant back in the days she was so handy for me with a defense up and uh, a live protect but yeah it was a weird comp and it used to work Nice. Uh, oh, there we go. Um, that's that's Bezmi's origin story within Raid Shadow Legends. And uh, thanks again for being on here, man. And um, I, I reckon we should get cracking with thanks some of these you. main topics, man. Yeah, let, let's go. Let's do it. Um, first topic, everyone. Uh, we've got these times ten chants which are which are happening right now. Um, uh, Mad Kappa, would you like to talk us through some of these champs that you have uh, and where you use them? That would be great. Sure. Uh, I have them all except for Cardiel. Okay. Um. I think the epics to me are more generally useful, and I think the legendaries are more specifically useful. Uh -huh. I really like Countess Licks. I think she's got a lot of versatility in a lot of areas of the game. I don't use her enough, but uh, I really think that Countess Licks has that because she has the slows, which are really good. Especially, I want to try to use her in the dungeon 21 to 25 because I feel like damage slows. Um, the pairing with, um, with uh, what's his name? All together makes her a generally useful champ, but uh, I think, yeah, sorry, Astralon. Yep. Um, it makes it slower, so you're not going to do speed runs because every time Astralon attacks, she attacks, which does slow down, and the animations aren't that fast. But who cares, right? You want to win. Uh, but Yugo's probably the gem of the whole group. Um, she has a block, uh, a block buffs along with the defense down, and that counters so much in the arena and so much in the Doom Tower. And honestly, even in the, um, even in faction wars, 
I think that's probably the best champion of the bunch overall. Because again, legendaries, you got to have legendary books. You got to right. have the resources to put them up. But a, a, an epic seems that easier to build. And she's top tier with that uh, with that block debuffs or sorry block buffs. Uh, if you're faster, it counters it counters uh, skull crowns, which is really nice. It counters the uh, swift parry meta, which yeah. is really nice. So I think that's probably the hidden gems. Probably Runekeeper Dad Dadzrick. Uh, if I'm saying his name right, he's probably he's got a I believe he's got a shield. He's got the heals. He's got an attack up. I use him uh, in the Doom Tower in my current Doom Tower team for the Frozen Spite the Frost Spider boss. Right uh, at the higher levels, at the smaller levels, you don't need him, but uh, he's uh, he's definitely a great champion. The rest, uh, I did a video on Sanguinea. Uh, she is usable, but I don't find a current... I don't really use her that much. Right. Um, just a generally useful sustained champion, right? Good support. It's got the heals. Got, um, I believe it's... Uh, what's on her A1? Uh, we is have it a turn a, meter decrease? Yes. And a yeah. decrease in the duration of two random buffs uh, on the target by one. Oh, turn. right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty specific, but if you're having problems against any champion that you need that sort of... Um, you know, decreasing duration of buffs type of thing. She's really good. Uh, I don't use Battle Sage at all. She's an old champion. I know Manable was using her in um, Arena quite a bit, but I think it's gone out of meta. So I think Battle Sage might be a little bit beyond, but she does have a speed aura. She does have the cleanse uh, so that you can cleanse your team and let them go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I find her, she's probably the weakest of the bunch. Um, yeah, she used to be really good. I don't think she's as good yeah. as what she used to be, for sure. Yeah. Um, as for the legendary champion, Skartorsis, I have him, and I have him... I don't really find a use for him. I find that... And same with Hawkthorn. Hawkthorn. Um, Hawkhorn, thank you. Yep. I find that there's epic champions that can do the same thing. Like, I'd rather bring in Sky Touch Shaman than him, and she's easier to build, because, again, an epic versus a legendary. Um, plus, he... On a his AI is ridiculous. Like he tries to randomly kill himself with his ability yes. that does damage to himself. Yeah. Which um, I don't know if you know this, but in the game, if you die, that's usually a bad thing. So. See, so, yeah, I um, don't know if you know this. You've got three ethos. I have three hackhorns. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I have two. So maybe we'll uh, we'll rule the world. Oh, you have three maybe. built yeah. ones. Well, I say three. built. They're ready. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a good. <laughs> He's a good champion, don't get me wrong. I think he's underrated in that a lot of people don't realize that his cleanse... Like, you can actually use that against, you know, Tormund teams, against, you know, you have an immunity speed boost, your team freezes, who cares? You can cleanse them. But, again, most people use Sky Touch because she's just a cheaper facsimile, right? right? She's She's got that ability. Um, and Skartorsis, like I said, I've, I haven't really played enough with him, even though I've built him, because I just don't know... I don't know if he's good enough compared to what you can get out of other champions. Uh, fair enough. Uh, nice. Uh, great little rundown there. Uh, Smiley, anything to add with these champs? Who do you have? Where do you use them? Who do you want? Um, I mean, Matt Capper pretty much nailed it for most of them. Like, Ugo, of course, I think she is, like, the the main one. The, I yeah. guess, like, overall champion. Like, against uh, Skull Crowns, like, Squiff Perry, Sandlash. Basically, what Matt Capper said, he pretty much nailed it. But the one that I really, really want here is Cardio. Yeah. Um, I just think he looks so cool. I like his yes. kit. And I'm actually, I tried to pull from yesterday and I didn't get him. I'm like 50 away and I bought out the voice shards today. So 
I'll probably, hopefully, I get a chance to pull him today because I am gonna hit mercy. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Good like, luck. Like my whole thing is like at this point, I feel like every two X, like, cause I don't know if you guys have seen my account, but I'm just lacking in void champions, and like, if, like the amount of money I spent on void shards to only have the amount of void champions that I have, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. So I feel like I every time I pull on two X uh, voids, I'm always pulling champions I don't want. So why not just, you know, because I'm pulling at a 200 voice shard rate anyways, even on a 2x chance. So yeah. why not just go for a 10x champion where I have a chance at pulling something that I might want, right? Uh, so Yeah, and that's only, I think they, they've really tried, they, Polarian, have really tried to make 10 times more relevant over the past 6 to 8 months. And with all the champs that are coming out, I think they've done the job 10 times. And now, oh, we used to say just save for 2 times, save for 2 times. And now there's so many champs, like 10 times are more relevant each and every time well we have them, right? And doesn't it seem like I mean the longer you play the game, the long the the better the odds come become on the ten time champ. Like it, I mean, I laugh. Yeah. I have I have three Sir Nicks. I have three Ethos. Oh, wow. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Saf. I <laughs> had to get that in there somewhere. I tried sorry. to warn you before the podcast. Uh huh. So, um, I don't need like I. I'm sorry, I don't need that. So now I want to pull during ten time events because then look, hey, I don't have Cardial. I pulled all my void shards. I didn't have a ton. I might buy today's pack and pull more because like I get a champ I don't need. And I don't have a lot of voids. Like this isn't like that's not a flex. I don't have some of the most important voids. But man oh man, Plarium loves giving me the uh the ethos and the Cernic. I can make a they have parties, they have dinner parties together, along with my five Sethalias. It's uh it's a grand old time. So yeah, I think ten time events for bigger spenders and or longer time players is becoming more valuable than the two time. Yeah, I think it's just the more ideal way to go. Even though my 10x chances are not the best, but I still want, you know, I still have a chance, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with Kappar and I want to add on top of that, that uh, like 2x chance of getting Lego, it's going to be 2x chance of getting a dupe as well. So until we get a decent dupe system and I don't want to open any potential incoming topic uh it's really not worth for like end game players that have the majority of legos or that have 50 percent plus of the legos to pull on 2x rather than pull on 10x we lose that 0.5 percent and but you get a chance or, or you get higher chances to pull um a lego you don't have right yeah it's going to be a different story if the dupe system will ever come in place first and if that will ever be valid if that will be uh, if that will be valid, then perhaps we're gonna go back to pulling Legos on two X. But that is, we'll see. Yeah, I think as is there is, there is uh, diminishing returns. Like the more you spent on the game, the more stuff you have. It's just I'm at a point now where I don't really want to open on two X chances anymore. Like I just want to open on ten Xs now, regardless of um, whatever two X uh, pops up. I just I just have a better chance at that champ single champion I might want. So ten X just it just might be the way for me now from now on. Uh, I, especially for those people that are just trying to collect their things and trying to get their collections out. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Um, you can get, I mean, two times could just be dupe city for a lot of people, you know? Um, ten times you've got a chance to get the champ that you're looking for. So, yeah, absolutely get it. Um, they've really become really useful of late. Um, uh, Besmer, anything to add on any of these champs uh, before we move on to Rufus? Oh, I, I, you covered basically everything, guys. And for what regards my account, I do not have a card deal. And I'm like I said, I'm not a big, big spender. I have like a fixed budget and I try to not cross that. 
And I have Smash Lord, who was uh, a key champ back in the days when I was doing Faction Wars. He is a caddy for factions. So for all the guys out there that are struggling with Skinwalkers, which I remember being one of the hardest yeah. uh, to complete, Smash Lord is, is a true caddy. So besides him, Ugo, very, very good champ for Arena. Like in Plat, it's difficult to use, but it's definitely usable and it's definitely worth having one there maxed out, properly built for the right situation, right? Because the block buffs you, we know the meta right now is uh, Zwift Paddy and a reaction, so you need something to counter and he will, he can help with that. And he brings also the defense down. The risky part with using Ugo in Arena is that he's blue, right? So you can't go Wicked. against... Yeah, you can't go against Candies, Candorphones, you can't go against Mount Kings or teams that have a lot of red. So you gotta be careful with going uh, with him. It's gonna it's gonna be high risk. So you have to be aware that you are going with thirty five percent chance of weak hitting. Yeah. And more. Uh, it's not a meta anymore. But back in the days when Seeker was meta, he could trigger his passive. Like you had to pair Ugo with another stripper because you trigger defense up from Seeker with Ugo, and then you need a Madame or a Kaimer to strip that. So. Uh, nowadays is not that meta anymore, but there are still other champs that can trigger passives out of crits. So he's a bit tricky, but definitely needed in my opinion in your roster. If you're if you're a competitive player, you need to have him as an option. Nice. Um, well, one thing that Mad Kappa uh, said earlier, uh, being would would say uh, he said Ugo was a, a counter to Swift Parry, right? Um, yeah. How can we have a magic epic mm. which is a counter to Swift Parry? But an ethos who's a void Lego can't counter reactions. <laughs> what? You you can you can deal with the fact that ethos can't create right. <laughs> Mate, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna have to wait for the for the second level ascensions to to unlock. Oh, don't don't. Okay, I can only deal with one bad thing at a time, Rufus. Okay, we're good. I just <laughs> what just wanted to say that if they can do it for an epic, they can do it for a legendary, right? Avoid legendary at that. Um, Rufus, kind of round things up for us then. Um, let's go from like a new yeah. player perspective, buddy. Like, uh, who should yeah, new yeah. players like? You know, we always try and tell new players to kind of go for the two times. But I mean, yeah. there are some great champs here, man. If, if they were obliged to kind of open up a few shards for this yeah. ten times, who should they really be trying to go for? Yeah, for sure. That was actually the angle that I was going to take. So starting from the Legos, the non-void Legos. There's Mr. Scotto says I think that he doesn't get the credit he deserves actually during mid game and coming up to end game i used him as a steroid pack for my dungeon teams his he must be my oldest level 50 uh, in my account i never took him to six stars uh, he's been level 50 since i got him uh, and uh, his aura first is great in all dungeons a huge speed boost i think only uh, Ray comes uh, is equal to him it's 33% speed boots boost in all dungeons yeah. Then, in his kit, he has a built-in increased attack and increased crit rate, which can be really useful if you're building cold hearts for the spider. And he cleanses also and uh, heals uh, all your champions, making him also a tank. So, in Spider 20, he's one of the best tanks. Basically, if you put him as lead, you can build your cold hearts with much, much lower stats as far as crit rate goes, as far as speed goes, and still be destroying that spider. So that's why I call him a portable steroid pack. Nice. And um, he, he does the same thing for, for all other dungeons. So as far as progression goes, don't underestimate and don't be sad if you pull Skartles. It's actually, it's, he's good if you're early game. Um, touching on Hackhorn, you said he wasn't a bad champion. Yeah, but I think that Plarium are kind of... Uh, 
playing a little bit of a joke on us because uh, they're putting next to hack on mr cordial and he cordial is not only let's say arguably uh better looking but on he does what hakon does so much better and so much more so again uh he he cleanses he heals and he puts the unblock the unremovable revive on death so cordial also is a champion that i've seen time and time again carry accounts in all areas literally in all areas yeah. uh clan boss to doom tower to dungeons anywhere you put him if you if you were early game if you wanted to pull shots for cordial and happen to get cordial then um, he, he, he'll be a huge carry for you. Um, Countess Lexa, I wouldn't say that she's too early game friendly, although she can help you clear waves uh, and uh, also have some some CC ability. Not a, not a bad pull at all, but she would be more useful for higher level accounts, especially if they have Astralon to have uh, fun with. But again, not a bad pull at all. Um, onto the epics, uh, between Sanguinia and Ugo, both are very good carries in dungeons and in faction wars. Uh, Ugo specifically, because uh, that uh, Ogryn tribe faction lacks uh, revivers. There is actually recently there is a, a new reviver that was added, but before him and Ugo, there was basically zero options. Uh, so that that role and the control that she can add to the waves basically can make your factional runs very safe. Uh, people have talked on and on about her in arena, so I won't touch on that. Sanguinia is kind of the same. She's uh, part of many Doom Tower teams, especially against the Nether Spider. She's a pretty good cleanser. Was underestimated when she came out, but uh, with her aura and her, all her kit, she, she's pretty good. So I, I will not delve into the others because I feel that everything that needs to be said on Dazzrk and uh, Battle Sage has been said. But again, just a last shout out to my man Scato. Don't sleep on him. Nice, uh, good stuff. Um, unless anyone's got anything else to say regarding these champs, I think we've kind of covered everything. I'm ready to move on if everyone else is. All right, let's do it. Okay, so um, again, so that's the 10 times champs, guys. Uh, make sure, and uh, I hope, I wish you all the best of luck in trying to get your cardio, as well as Smiley later on. Make sure you jump on the Smiley Switch later and see if you can get a cardio. Wish you the best of luck for that, man. Uh, that, that should be really good. Um, next topic, we had a little bit of announcement uh, from Polarium, which kind of shocked everyone, really. Uh, it's kind of out of the blue. Uh, wasn't really um, expecting anything like this, uh, especially after the week that we've had. Uh, but let me read it out right here. Uh, hey, pals, uh, on Monday, May the 24th, we're planning to launch a two-times event for dropping speed set artifacts uh, at the Dragon's Lair. Uh, so look for the Drop Frenzy label in-game to know the event is live. The uh, the event will be active for 72 hours. So in the dungeons, we're going to get Dragon's Lair. Uh, we're going to have a times two speed um, for, for several days, right? Uh, we can share this information with your subscribers. Um, who would like to kick us off? Who who wants to get their opinions in first? All at mm. once. I like it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take it, yeah, yeah, yeah go you go. Okay, man. So, yes, the Speed Frenzies. Again, we'll have issues about the naming of that event. Uh, I would say, yeah, it's been a long time coming, but uh, as far as its usefulness for endgame players, uh, people competing in Arena... It's kind of, uh, I, I wouldn't say outdated or obsolete, but uh, I would say it because the meta right now has uh, be, has shifted significantly from speed with the reaction artifacts. People actually are, are competing to go to go last, not to go first. 
Um, besides that, for progression, for people trying to uh, improve their accounts, mid-game, etc., it's a great event. Again, don't be fooled by the rates. Don't come complaining after running 10 runs of Dragon and not getting one single speed artifact and seeing it's busted. It doesn't work that way. These are odds, of course, uh, and they're still pretty low, but again, they're the best they've ever been. Yeah. This is basically the best uh, artifact event that will benefit the most uh, amount of players that Plarium has ever, ever organized. So if you need speed in your account, if you need either an upgrade on your already fast champions or you don't have any fast champions, then of course, save your energy and uh, go ham. Uh, nice. Kappa, uh, anything to add, mate? Thoughts and opinions? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, t from a high level view, it's it's great. It's uh, it's a little late, like like was mentioned. Um, little late. It's yeah. no roof. It's no longer the meta, but for gold four and lower, speed is, is still the meta. Yeah. Like yeah. so, for ninety percent of the players out there, this is a great event. My problem is, you're telling me I have two time rates, but I have, what are the rates? I've already proven and uh, chosen very long time ago, created a spreadsheet. He did the hundreds of runs and he kept tracking them. Proven that speed gear drops at half the rate, roughly, a little higher than half the rate of everything else. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's not, it's anecdotal. It's not proven. Obviously, we don't have the rates and the numbers. But it, it's, you know, you do a thousand runs and it's about half. It's still ridiculous. So two times, does that mean it's on par with everything else now? Like that... It seems a little bit shady to say it's two times the rate that we don't know. And that's my problem with it is we don't know the drop rate of speed other than it's obviously lower than the rest. But then you two times it to make it look like you're going to get so much. No, you're still going to get a ton of poison gear and, and destroy gear and you might have some more speed. And then you'll just be disappointed when it's a flat stat chest with no speed substat on it, you know. So it's a bit of a bittersweet thing. But at the end of the day, I think for... Anyone who's not pushing high gold four plat, or even those who are trying to get into gold four, it's going to be a great. Um, at the end, you're still getting more speed than you would have normally, so that's going to be a good thing for most accounts. Uh, safe to say, though, Kappa, uh, people are stocking up on energy, though, right? I would. I mean, shoot, if you're well, I say if, they are. I mean, just from yeah. the announcement, you just know people have snapped up all those energy packs and they can't wait. I agree with you. We don't know that the two times rate of what it is because uh, they've never officially given out those numbers. I think we talked about it um, when it was on the fire night when they yeah. gave it a go last time. That yeah, two times nothing is still nothing. We don't know the odds. As, so as, as just... far as far as we know, the, the well, the, what uh, the data digging people have done is that all sets have the same odds. But again, as Matt Kappa said, there have been plenty of experiments with uh, pretty significant uh, data samples that suggest that speed is a little bit different. Again, we have no proof of that. As far as the code goes, it says again that every single set has the same sh chance of popping. Uh, but even with that, even if, if, if we consider that they all have the same chance of popping, pull in a uh, legendary or epic piece with speed substats uh, that is not a boot, <laughs> let's even keep the uh the the flat stats in the pool uh from level 25 and level 24 are still pretty low i started doing the math yesterday it's still not exactly on point but uh it's roughly one piece every 400 runs yep. if you want a good six star legendary piece with uh speed substats with the double odds i mean 
one piece every or one point one point thirty two piece every four hundred runs. Did you, you do for Epic as well? Did yeah, you do Epic for, or Legendary? For, for Epics, uh yeah, that I did for Epics and Legendaries for twenty five and twenty four. So uh, it's uh, roughly maybe 2.1 or uh, 1.8 for epics and 1.3 for legendaries, something like that. Um, Pretty low odds. Yeah, I'm just seeing, uh, I'm just reading a few of the chat messages there, which has been great. As what was it? Best place to farm speed gear, epic speed packs. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, you just know yeah. people don't farm dragon anymore. They just get the packs. It, it, it is the way for many people. Yeah, we get. Uh, I, I'm seeing in the the chat 400 runs again. 400 runs is 8,000 energy for yeah. the average player. That's pretty significant for whales, etc. That's nothing. It's just another Tuesday, but yeah. uh, 8,000 energy for anyone. It's a pretty significant investment. Uh, absolutely um a smiley kind of what are your thoughts uh, on this and mate i mean are you happy i think for the like we've mentioned it's great for the the many players um uh, maybe not for the plat players anymore because it might be a little bit late for them but people are stocking up in energy seems like a positive thing we don't know the times too or anything but this also means we, we might get two times the gear but that doesn't guarantee any kind of substats on that gear does it i mean it's it's going to be real tough but what are your thoughts mate so I have a quick question. So the Fire Knight before they did, I, I I know they did a Toxic two times, and I believe they did a Savage. Is that true also, or was it just a Toxic? Or sorry, it was a Poison, right? It was Stun, I think. It was, it was a stun. stun. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the Stun. Okay. So I think yeah, like you said, this is a great um, set for majority of the player base. The only gripe I have about this, because like I can always use more speed gear, because I recently just made a uh, a batman salad eater like literally two days ago mm -hmm. so i was actually a bit desperate for better speed gear without stripping apart my other champions and what i did was that there was like there was a speed pack a epic speed pack like literally three days ago i think or two days ago and i i was really contemplating on buying it and this is actually my third time buying out the entire speed pack the first time i did really well the second time i basically sold 125 dollars for like four million silver oh, so this time around i i so i i bought it out again just you know because because i was really desperate for speed gear and like i said i was trying to make the uh, batman salad eater composition yeah. without stripping my other champions so i ended up making it i bought the speed packs i got literally nothing maybe one usable piece that's not even something i would really use anywhere right now like it just it's just like yeah i'm never buying speed packs ever again guys just note do not buy skier packs it's it's not really uh smart I don't know for a majority of the player base, but I guess for the whales it doesn't matter. But I just, I I probably will be hitting this a bunch and um for the for the dragon runs I mean for this event because I do always want more speed gear. Like I'm not really hitting like going for platinum actively like lately after the uh, 4 a.m. update for me because the reset time for me is just not really doable. Right. If it was 3 a.m. in the morning I could probably go for it, but 4 a.m. that hour difference is huge because I work also yeah. full time, so I can't really yeah, do they... it. Um, yeah. We have been really talking about it. this for a long time. They should change the time um, they do the reset, like rotate or whatever. They yeah, should absolutely. make it accessible to all time zones. Uh, I, I, I have I've given priority to uh, sleeping late on Mondays as to pushing platinum for the past two months, and uh, my life yes. has been much better. Yes, I agree. <laughs> they should just rotate. There's four weeks in a month. Have a different time each Sunday. You know. Um, yeah. Maybe move it forward or backwards six hours each week, and so it just rotates around each month. I mean, it should I think... have a week-long rating system, as many people have been saying, because fifteen minutes versus a week is just ludicrous. 
no matter where they put it. It's, it will always be unfair. Yeah, to people. I would love to see that on a daily basis. That would be that would be fun. Yeah. Well, Plarium, yeah, I mean, yeah. Plarium knows why they're doing it. I mean, the, the majority of the players come from Europe, Russia, China. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and Stu articulated it perfectly. He's in Japan. He's like, it's midday Monday. I can do it, sure. But most people are working that day. So it's not even like they think, hey, we're doing it during the day or during a time that the, the this hemisphere, this war part of the world can do it. But they can't because what are you going to do? Like, sorry, boss, I know we have a conference call, but I have a platinum push. <laughs> Obviously not, right? You know, there's I only so many stews out there. Minutes. <laughs> so, if, so them pushing it back so it's midday Sunday for us and evening for, uh, you know, uh, mid no early evening for SAF and the guys in in Britain and in in Western Europe, and then it could be later night for for the other would work. I think it would be probably better for the overall. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of the money does come from North America as well as the other, the other uh, continents. Right, but they advertise worldwide, so why not have yeah. a game for worldwide? Mm-hmm. You know, why not have all these languages in the game as well for people to actually read what what's going on within the game? It's just, yeah, I mean, if you're advertising worldwide, you know, market your game for worldwide. I think that would be great. Just rotate uh, arena every now and then; everyone will win, right? People would like, oh yeah, okay, so this week is my week because it's suitable for the time, uh, and so pe- you'd have a whole bunch of people around the world pushing each different weeks uh, to try and get to the top three hundred. I, I think rather yeah. than having one bottleneck, they would create four bottlenecks, and I think it would generate a lot more income for Arena. I think that would be great. Um, maybe, but... maybe, maybe, maybe just a little bit of a, uh, an added point on that. Maybe have a system similar to football where you have uh, home and away matches, and the points are different depending on if it's on your time zone or if it's on a different time zone. As long Why as I get points it... for a defense, Rufus, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, make it more interesting. Yeah, I'm down. Um, all right, Bez, uh, so we're still talking about the, the Times 2 Speed Gear event that's going on. Uh, just one of the things that uh, you know I want to bring up, um, you know, I've been playing the game for a long time now. Uh, this here right now, uh, for those on Spotify, I've got a page up of all my Speed Gear. I've literally, if I was to unequip the equipped, I have... Or oh, nine pieces that aren't equipped onto, onto people. And I've literally used every single speed gear that I could possibly find over the last two years. And they're just, they're on people, right? I I have all the speed champs. Like, I'm, I, I can't, I, there is not enough speed gear for me to go. So this is going to be a perfect time for people like myself that have all these champs with speed gear on just to beef up their sort of speed collection as well. Are you in a similar sort of position? Are you going to be grinding for any two times gear yourself of speed? I mean, speed gear is, in my opinion, still the best gear in the game. If we talk about all over utility, can be used everywhere, right? Can be used early, mid, late, end game, can be used in, in, in dungeons, can be used in arena, can be used to whatever you want. Clan boss, like uh, Smiley was talking, there are some clan boss teams that require higher speed, the, the, the salad eater, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I have a comment on that, but I'm just wondering, like, I, I, would, I don't know if I would go for a salad eater because with a bat eater and less speed gear, perhaps I would still achieve one key on every affinity and save some gear for, for arena or other users. But that's just my personal opinion. I also do like to push the damage as high as I can. And I push to the limits. So yeah. that perhaps could be the reason you're still... Can uh, I respond to that? Yeah, sure. That, yeah. I, that was Sorry, a question, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like, the I was already able to one key with the Fane in my bat eater composition. 
but the salad eater is just something I've always wanted to build as a project. That's why I wanted to go for it. But I do definitely agree with you. It's not really worth the extra speed and effort and the speed tuning and the headache of, uh, you know, using your silver and all that to make it work. I just, it's just something I want to do for fun, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Content it's worth, I mean, it's worth a build, right? Uh, and and even, actually, the setup is, uh, even the setup is more tedious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can I can picture you while trying to get to gear a new car that requires to be in tune, and you are struggling to find pieces with speed, and you always end up clicking on those that are on either man eater or or, or salad, right? And you say, "Damn, yeah. I can't take this." <laughs> I I actually have a, a lot of regret building this team because I, the past two three months that I was saving up all my speed glyphs, I used everything. Oh, all my speed glyph is gone. So just to just to let you guys know, if you guys are planning on doing it. Yeah, like I was saying, speed gear, you you got to use it all over the place, everywhere, right? I didn't have a man-eater for about a year and seven months of this game. It was a, it was actually a, Brad and I had a kind of an, an informal contest to see which one of us could pull it first. I had two Sir Nicks before I had one man-eater. Like that, just think about that for a second, ridiculous. So I was actually doing, and I no one it didn't catch on, I was doing the Christmas salad. Right. With uh, a, a partially booked Cernic, a Rosh card, and uh, and uh, Moshled, and I, you can one key with it. But you're right, the gear requirement to get that to do the same as a pair of Void Epics with one, in my case Draco, but you can do Fane is ridiculous. Um, um, so yeah, it you do it for content and for fun and for those poor souls that don't have two man eaters. But what makes the bad eater so much better is that you're using potentially no legendaries and still one king. So you're freeing up all those champions to do great things in other areas. So it's, uh, uh, it's very nice. So I'm just doing what you said, Kappa. Uh, you said uh, you got two Sir Nicks without a man eater. Think about that. I am thinking about that, sir. I'm thinking about that very much. Um, I have had over two years of playing uh, and all these void champs that you see before you do you see a man-eater in there, Kappa? Do you? I see two Warlords. That's all I see. You don't have a man-eater? Oh, my God. I would give you I'll both my man-eaters for one Warlord. I'd give you five man-eaters for a Warlord. I've got five Bellowers. I've got five Bellowers. I'd give you my Sir Nix for a Warlord. Oh, God. I'll give you, I'll give you two man-eaters for your Sifi. No, <laughs> no a, deal. That's like, out of all those deals I just heard... <laughs> That is not the one I would take, quite frankly, Smiley. I think you've got the wrong idea of how a bargain works. That's more or less stealing. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's a, that's a hard no, fam. Uh, thanks, though. Uh, I'll give you just... my War Mother and uh, Force Thalias for Siffy. That seems like a reasonable deal, right? toxic Force Thalias as well. Hey, I've got one freaking Siffy. No one's having it. That, this one is mine, okay? Get your own damn Siffies. You've got three Cernics and three Ethoses. You know, stay away from my Siffy. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, two times speed going on whilst we're all trolling my account now. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, lots of speed. I know I've got a whole bunch of energy which we're going to be using uh, for all that speed gear. I've got so uh, many traps. Can I just complete? Can oh, I yeah, just go complete for it, man. Sorry, yeah, go for it. Sorry, no, I just uh, we ended up having a nice conversation, so I didn't want to to cut no, it out. Good. I, what yeah. I was going to say about the speed gear is that yeah, we need that all over the place, but uh, in my opinion and perhaps some of you may disagree it's uh there's a lot of rng when it comes to getting faster champs and getting good speed gear because you have the rng of dropping it from dragon so you gotta hit that six star 
uh, Epic or, or Lego piece, right? And it has to be speed gear. It has to have speed substat and faster roll speed. So there are so many RNG factors in between you running a dragon run and getting a usable piece, right? So uh, the way I say this is because my personal story is on the lucky side, uh, and this is not a flex, it's just saying, guys, you can end up buying speed gears every second week and not and being stuck at 350. I know by a fact person that buys every single week all the speed packs that buy and sell, divine speeds, six star purple, six star gold, everything, and he is 350. His fastest champ is 350. Mm -hmm. And with that said, uh, I had the lack of uh, hitting some good rolls, and I've been quite fast. Now it has been since November or December 2020 that I got some fast speed. But I have two champions that are fast, okay? And you need speed gear on, especially if you're going towards end game, for basically if you want to build something that is end game. All the extreme builds require high speed, arena plat. You need a fast warlord if you have a warlord. You need a fast Krisk if you have a Krisk. You need fast C if you have course. You need to be as fast as you can, right? Yeah. So there is no real moment where you say, okay, I do not need speed gear this moment. I prefer to go for fire knight. Yeah, you can balance it. But when you have a 2x, I think the majority of us, if not all, if not all of us, should go and burn as much energy as they can on that 2x speed. Hopefully it is not a bait. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, what isn't nowadays? Let's be honest. I mean, I mean, kind of interesting though that you mentioned. You say uh, your fastest champ was three fifty, Bez, right? No, not mine. Like I know by a fact of personal, this three fifteen has been buying all the speed packs. Mine is uh, about three seventy. I mean, I can tell the exact speed because people watch my stream and I do show that I am three seventy three with CP. Ooh, mate, yeah, so I'm at 361 is what I'm at with my CP right now. Uh, oh, Capital, go on. I, I did build yesterday, 385 CP. Shut uh, up. Yesterday, or not yesterday, a few days ago. Uh, and that CP is one of the best CPs I have ever seen. Some of you may know who I'm talking about, whose account. It is crit capped, 100% crit rate, 385 speed, 400, or no, 500 resist, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. And yeah, it's something like disgusting. I mean, I, whenever I look at that build, I see, well, I'm I'm a freaking pleb free to play compared to that. Yeah. Cool. No disrespect to whoever is free to play. He's <laughs> just saying that I've been no, spending no money. I no. still feel that I'm jack at zero compared to that build. No disrespect to pleb free to plays at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> free to play. Uh, oh my. Kappa, how fast is your fastest champ, my friend? Uh, I have Lysandra at three sixty nine, and because I'm a juvenile at heart, I don't want to. I don't want her to be faster. I three sixty nine, sixty nine. It's it's childish, I know, but uh, I feel good about it. I mean, three six um, nine is a good place to settle, you know. And, I like it. And you know, honestly, the thing is, and the speed packs, and and I feel for you, Smiley. I've actually had amazing luck with the speed packs, buying them as opposed to farming. Right. Uh, I think if you did it as a dollar figure of energy packs bought versus speed pack, I'm way ahead in speed packs. But and this is a whale problem, so the rest of you will probably mock it. But uh, especially in the chat. But the last time I've gotten a triple roll, it's been on the same thing. So you're, tr I'm trying to make my Lissandra my fastest champion. Who she's the one I use 99% of the time in arena, either with or without arbiter or a different speed lead. But I have like now four triple roll. Uh, weapons 
So I can't, you know, I can't complain because here I got triple rolls on my last speed pack buys. Uh, I skipped the last one, but the one prior. But they're all on weapons, so now I have four champions that have a triple roll. Great, but it didn't make my Lissandra any faster. So mm. if my goal to spend 120 bucks or whatever it is was to make a faster Lissandra, it failed miserably, but it did make my account a lot, a lot better. Like, I mean, I have a... I think I'm up to 315 on uh, on an immunity arbiter, which is very strong, right? When you pair yeah. with Molly or or Valk, so you know it's a good and bad, I think. And that goes back to this two time: is just getting any speed pack is going to help. Maybe it won't help Lissandra. Maybe she'll be the same at the end of this. But I bet you, probably five champs of mine will be improved just from spending a few thousand energy in the dragon. So that's the hope. Uh, nice, good stuff. Uh, Smiley, who, how fast is your champ, if you don't mind sharing? Well, I'm just a free-to-play plus compared to you guys. Uh, uh -huh. Mine's sitting at 346, so Arbiter. My Mate, speed luck is off. You mentioned today. buying speed packs and wasting $125, and you just called yourself free to play plebs. Like, and and then you said you got a lot. <laughs> What's of happening? I'm because of my speed. I'm talking about because of my speed. Oh, okay. So how? Yeah, but that's what I mean. How can you get all get all these speed packs and have like, what do you say, 350? 346 is my arbiter speed. Okay, awesome. well, it's arbiter. Or, okay, well, that's not bad for an arbiter. That's I mean, faster than my arbiter. Well, yeah, but, but you've got a faster champ, though, with your faster gear on, haven't you? Like, I think my uh, my arbiter is, I oh, don't know, used to be like 340, 350. Now it's only like 323 because Siffy's got all the fastest gear, right? Um, I mean, yeah. Sorry, uh, like, I mean, like, the the amount of money I spent, like, I have not disclosed the amount of money I spent to anybody, and I probably, I'll take that to the grave with me. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so, the amount of money I spent on the game so far, and to have the speed that I have, it's just, it, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to um, fathom, I guess, because I just, I just feel like I should have a better speed, because I do farm like crazy. I am yeah. sitting on a lot of gems right now, so I'll probably put a small dent into my gem saved up that I have right now, which is about 75,000. And it'll put a little dent into it once I uh, once this dragon um, event comes out because I will be pushing it. Man, I don't think I even have the space in my inventory to be farming all that. But seventy five k, I know. I, I just moved on from that PZK. I, I just moved on. We're good. Why do you? I can't move on. Why do you have seventy k seventy five k gems just laying around? Uh, I don't know. It just happened that way. Like the more packs you buy, like the gems just keep stacking and stacking. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Oops! I slipped and I landed on seventy five thousand gems. Is that a thing? Mate, well, I haven't well, seen seventy five thousand. Uh, I'm a whale. Well, a baby whale. Was it the last Boy Scout capper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> you called it. I did. Yeah, it's the last Boy Scout. You just slipped and fell on my wife. Is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, great film. Um, good stuff. But yeah, you should. Yeah, that's kind of criminal, really, uh, Smiley. If you uh, uh, to have that kind of three, four, six on an up to Mate, I, I wish you. Um, spend some gems this time around and uh, hopefully you get some more speed gear mate you deserve it honestly um, non-stop for three days speed farm that's what you need to do mate that's what you need to do yeah. And uh, but yeah good stuff congrats um, and Rufus I, I know I've come up against you several times before in arena we've talked about your speed before you don't have a siffy if I'm alright uh, and how fast is yeah. your fastest champ so uh, theoretically if I wanted to build my potentially fastest champ it would be blind seer uh so i did the uh, i played around with just the uh fitting room i could get a blind seer, uh, 373 blind seer for for what it's worth i don't know if i'll ever build her 
but um, my um, arbiter is uh, 365. Uh, in immunity, she can be 341. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Those are basically my speeds. Yeah, but again, really, the, yeah. uh, the the luckiest I was actually with the, the the way I reached the new plateau with Arbiter because I was stuck at three fifty for the longest time, and about uh, a year, a year and a half ago, I lucked out on two pieces of speed from Dragon from the single one pack of one hundred and thirty energy, and both rolled quad. Wow. I never wow. bought a speed back pack. The only pack I ever bought, as far as it goes, is one of the. Uh, savage packs that they put lately just for the laws it, it was horrible uh, i never bought a speed pack i don't think i ever will but yeah 130 energy made the, all the difference in the world one quad roll and uh one triple roll i think or two quad rolls i think um, let me check the pieces yeah two quad rolls one helmet and one uh, weapon mention the term quad roll one more time you're going to be in your own channel okay you're good you're Ah, oh, chat. Rufus said something that I didn't agree with at the beginning of the podcast, so I just moved him out into his own channel. Um, yeah. yeah, I just threatened to do that again. It's, it's how the podcast works. But anyway, so yeah, we've all got some fast champs, some more than others. Smiley, I hope that you get that upgrade soon, my man. And um, But for all those looking for some speed gear, make sure you get on the dragon this time. This is probably the best opportunity that we've ever had to get some more speed gear, right? Um, so yeah, perfect. All right, and next topic then. Lots to be going on. We get to the main topic after this one. Uh, so I just want to talk about rule the hunt master real quick, guys. We've we've all been uh, sort of mainly completing rule the hunt master over the last couple of days. If not now, then we'll be in the next few others. Um, some people are kind of trapped on ninety five, like free to play players stuff like that. Um, some people haven't enjoyed this fusion. Some people really have. Some people think the champion himself is mediocre some people think he's ready for the future i mean who there's a lot going on with this character and not a lot of people have you know kind of got him yet so who wants to kind of kick us off who's got some thoughts uh, who's had him who's had some struggles who enjoyed it talk to us i love this all at once malarkey bezmir talk to me uh, I'm straight to I was a bit focused because there is a team that is giving me a hard time. Could you repeat the question? No problem, man. Rule the Hunt Master is out at the moment. I see lots of people are finishing uh, the right. fusion. Some people are kind of short, like the free-to-play players are around like 90, 95 um, fragments. Um, some people enjoyed the fusion. Some people haven't. Um, some people think the character itself is mediocre. And some people think he's, he's based for the future, uh, especially with Thea as well. So just talk to us about your experience with Rule and and, um, and yeah, did you enjoy the experience and where you're going to use him? All right. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, he's definitely an interesting champion. Mm -hmm. For the moment, I'm going to be Hannes. So he's sitting in uh, the fragments list waiting to be summoned. So <laughs> I don't really feel I have a urgent need for him. And no. later, I think I'm, I'll be able to like showcase him in any particular game-changing scenarios. I'm pretty sure uh, he will be, his value will change and will increase in the future. Like you say, it is a, it is a setup for something that is going to come. Uh, they have proven that to us with uh, all the new champs that, that they have been implementing starting from December uh, with the Achak guy. Now we found out he's very useful for Spider 25 and the higher stages, basically, of Spider. There are several champs that we basically rated nothing or trash and now they are turning out being useful and i think rule is one of them although 
I've seen him in use. I've seen uh, some of some content creators and some streamers, fellow streamers that have been building him. He can be used as per now, in my opinion, in two different ways. He can be a nuclear. He has some decent multipliers, and with the hex, he can deal serious damage. Uh, or he can be a setup for for Thea, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that they can't be both useful. That can be both nuclear in the same team because Thea does consume the hex. She does remove the hex, and without the hex debuff, Ruel is not going to do any damage. So he's going to set up the hex and Thea deal the damage. If you if you build a synergy that way, it's going to work. But that means he will be the support, right? I don't see him being uh, like uh, your only nuclear in the team just because his. Uh, his damage is not fully reliable, okay? So you're going to hit some big tank teams that you're not going to scratch at all, and then you'll just step back. Um, yeah, fair play. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, lots of people are going to have lots of different opinions as well. And uh, Smiley, anything to add on Rule, uh, the, the experience of the fusion? Um, and you have to talk us through, man. Like, I haven't been able to fuse him yet. I do have him finished, but I'm waiting for the, the champ chase uh, yeah. tournament to yep. take advantage. So from what I've seen, though, he he takes a bit to set up. And like um, like Bess said, there are a lot of fusions that in the past where it, like most of the fusions, like you never know if they're going to buff them or need them for a certain uh, future content. And I feel like they are steering in the direction of Hex being used somewhat so i think it is smart to go from if you can i mean it's kind of late now because it's almost over yeah. but if you were able to get him i, I hope you did and i he's, he is he, t- he does take a bit to set up but i just think on his own right now he's not really that viable yet i just don't see um i, I just don't know where i can use him for now though so I reckon uh, we'll, we'll get into this later on as well. I think uh, they said a few things are coming in the fall, right? Uh, I reckon he might be a lot more viable um, in the fall, quite frankly. Um, okay. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think he's definitely one for the future. Um, and if you remember, Cirilla mentioned that Thea, uh, her time was coming. Um, that just you know, in a little while, she mentioned that Christmas Thea will be useful somewhere. And this is one of those reasons. But yeah, I think uh, in the fall, uh, yeah, he's going to be rather useful. But again, that's just hypotheses. Who knows? Um, did you enjoy the experience overall? Did you find it too hard uh, to get rule, um, Smiley? No, oh, no, it wasn't that bad at all for me. Um, the only, I feel like like all these fusions that just keep stacking on. T- I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like steering in a different direction here. But like, how do you guys feel about all these like extra fusions like back to back? It just it just feels like I like the content that um that it provides, but for my channel I I I built it based off of um just helping out other people with their accounts and account takeovers. But with all these events and all this new content coming out, I just haven't had a time to really go on people's accounts or help people with their accounts per se. But like is it do you guys find it overwhelming with like all these like fusions like back to back and whatnot? Like how do you guys feel about that? Well, I think that it wouldn't feel as overwhelming as it is or as it does if there weren't uh, CVCs in between as well. Yes. On top of everything. Uh, the, the the calendar of the fusions is already daunting. Uh, they, they've put up plenty of fusions, but with the CVC, it feels even, even more of a chore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I think that the rule fusion itself is more or less of a an apology uh, from Plarian reacting to the feedback that we've given them. Uh, he's fairly easy to get even for uh, players that are not that advanced in the game. Some of the point thresholds have been the lowest that we've seen in, in a long while. But that does not excuse, as you said, uh, rightfully so, uh, Smiley, 
that does not excuse the fact that they're bombarding us with fusions, not even le letting us get a breathing room. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I absolutely. Um, one thing that Plarium is continually kind of said without saying is they don't listen to us, and this might be jumping into the AMA too much, but they don't really listen to us. They listen to the analytics. Anytime there's a question that they don't want an answer, they'll say based yeah. on our analytics. And what people have to understand, that's data. And so we say the fusions are too much, they're too fast, they're too going on, but they're looking at it and they're probably seeing increased playtime, increased uh, engagement, and increased revenue. And so they're, they, that's why they keep doing it. And we keep falling into the trap. Same with clan versus clan. I have heard one person in the entire world who's a complete troll say they love <laughs> CBC, but look at the top clans. They're all doing it or they're imploding. Or they're leaving. Yeah, it was. Actually, yeah. It was. <laughs> I knew it was you, Tyrant. I yeah. knew it. There we go. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so like, I mean, you know, it, it, it's we're in a trap because the, the analytics are always going to say that we love these things because can you imagine being a, a top-end player, a, a whale in, in MAD or Tau or competing in Plat? Some of you guys do it every month and not getting reaction gear. You can't. You'll be you'll be eliminated just because you don't have what everyone else has, and so you have to do clan versus clan. And yet, that doesn't mean we like it. So the analytics are going to continue to say we like it, but there's going to be a, a threshold. To get to my long-winded point, there's going to be a threshold where people are like, "I'm I'm done," and it's not going to be "I'm done." I'm going to push back and be free to play. We've done that in the past. It's going to be, "I'm going to go play," fucking angry birds or something because i'm tired of the pace that they're trying to put me on and i and i don't no data no analytics are going to tell them that until it's too late and that's my fear and the ama Wait didn't do anything to alleviate that right like it should have people are saying it but they they just go the analytics well the analytics well one day they're going to wake up and i think that happened during the two-time void which is suddenly on sundays you saw both of the good two-time void packs show up you saw them bl suddenly, mysteriously block out the uh, the pity counter after a, a, what what I guess is. Yeah, no, I under didn't understand that at all. Well, because mm -hmm. an under they got an underwhelming void event. I'm sure of it. I don't. They don't show us the data, but I bet you, if someone wakes up Monday morning, and goes, "Do we have that fix?" Because dear lord, we made twenty percent less on this void than we've ever made. Yeah. And the reality is, I think it's fatigue, but. The analytics will never say fatigue. They'll just say drop in revenue, fix it. So um, that's my rant. Uh, no, we haven't even got to the uh, AMA yet. So it, it's good. Uh, we're warming up to it. I, I like it. Um, uh, anyone else got anything to add to the rule fusion going on at the moment? Yes, it is rather frequent. We're, we're getting like fusions every kind of two or three weeks with CVC thrown in the middle in there with times tens and, and events and tournaments. We've got more coming. Um, Doom Tower is happening all the time. Like, yeah, we've got lots of stuff going on now. Um, the schedule is pretty packed. Uh, take a breather whenever you can. And now we've got a two times speed um, event on the Dragon in between all of this as well, which is it's kind of crazy. But anyone else, to, anything to add on Rule? Um, maybe for Rule, um, as a piece of advice to uh, players who don't have a strong nuka for Arena, for instance. Uh, he actually, well, it's not too late because the fusion is coming to an end, but he's, he's a good opportunity to build that arena team. 
especially after the fix and then we're going to talk about that later yeah. but uh yeah I've, I've done a few takeovers and coaching sessions where people had pretty decent accounts but were lacking severely a good nuke and not even a skull crown so for those people rule will will be good nice good stuff um okay um right let's move on to sort of the main topic of today then guys the reason why we're all kind of here um we have got uh, or we have had an ama um from polarium this week now what i'm going to do uh, i'm literally going to put the link in the chat for all of you guys here okay um and you guys can sort of read along with us from top to bottom uh cast members as well um we're just going to go through it and we're kind of just going to break down a kind of own opinions question from question right so i'm wondering maybe we could do something like if i was to read the question maybe we, we could have one of you that could sort of how you should have answered and and then one of you could re read out the answer maybe do a little bit of role play I, I don't know we'll see how we go let me kind of sort of right, read the question and we'll see what's what um i've kind of marked all the ones on there if there's any kind of replies or anything that i kind of miss out there's the link in chat and feel free to kind of let me know and, and clip it and quote me right so here we go uh, no i have not taken my blood pressure meds before this part <laughs> I have not. I, so, I did. <laughs> mate, I, I read down. this live on Twitch. I, 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 I nearly passed out dizzy. It was crazy. Anyway, whew, um, as a creator of a third-party software tool, I, I, I suppose I want to read the beginning. I, that, what they mentioned at the beginning was kind of crazy as well. Um, so for an AMA on Reddit, hello from your Raid Shadow Legends and moderation team. We have verified that this thread has been posted and will be answered by player employees who will have the blue player and community manager flair. Uh, very straightforward. While we have no problem with questions being positive or negative, we do expect the following. Number one, all questions and comments should be about Raid Shadow Legends or Polarium. Um, pretty straightforward. Number two, stay polite. Any rudeness or obscenities is not allowed. Again, fairly straightforward, right? Since this is you taking an actual person, uh, this is since this is you all talking to an actual person, it's a ranting into the void. We'll be moderating a strict to the normal. We'll be issuing temporary Rage Shadow Legends bans for anyone who gets out of hand, but hopefully this won't be necessary. In order to ensure that as many different questions as possible get answers, uh, it would be a good idea to check uh, whether your uh, question or suggestion has already been posted as a comment and led your support uh, before posting a new one um first and foremost then my kind of takeaway is that yes it's on reddit um but it's uh, they're, they're kind of setting that it's like manchester united protesting or they're putting the barriers in place right <laughs> they, they, they don't want no one walking into the dressing room they've put the barriers in place to make sure no one does it so I, I agree with that. I, I we mentioned as I, I mentioned as a content creator in a content creator chat that this AMA could be a really bad idea, and I hope they find uh, what they're gonna or hope they find what they were looking for. Um, but yeah, they're putting the barriers in pl in place so people don't go pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, I thought it was uh, good to uh, sort of see that, but at the same time, it was also like the warning shots, like uh oh, it, it's actually happening. So uh, one of the first questions that we came today was obviously about uh, the mercy the. People system right or the mercy system so um as a creator of a third party tool a software tool that reads data from the game is there a bug bounty program working submit information uh, that i believe shouldn't be revealed client side and get some kind of reward it's disheartening to work on software to help the community and my fellow players on things that aren't security concerns mercy data is the most 
recent example of this, uh, only to have that work undone and have it waved away as a security issue. I'm aware of five plus things that the server is sending the client and can either be titled as a security concern or this data might enable cheating. I'd like those things to go away so that every time I put out a release of my tool, which is open source, not that it should matter, we don't feel like we've wasted our time on other features getting taken away uh, because of security concerns. I and other software creators just want some clarity on what is and what isn't a problem. We are playing darts with an invisible dartboard and half the time when you hit the bullseye on the feature, people really want the board moves. Thank you. Uh, before we get to response from that, anyone like to sort of pick up on that question? I mean, yeah, everyone was talking about it a few days ago. I'm already triggered. All right, go I'm for it. I'm already triggered. So the, the response, now the response here is not the response that they gave to the overall thing. It's saying, yeah, well, yeah, we'll definitely put you in contact. Great. Um, a community manager telling you he'll put you in contact with someone is like, uh, is one of the greatest memes in the in the gaming world uh, a community manager has about as much access to a developer or the team leads as i do um having worked for a company uh you know <laughs> when when our when our kind of like it's like the person that's that's far away at the client side asking you to create a feature and we'll be like yeah we're on that and you may be on it you may not but you're going to say it anyway can I just give an That's example of that? Me. Let me just give an example for that. I mean, so basically, yeah. um, you all know that Death Knight came on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago. Um, he is an employee of Polarium as a voice knight of Death Knight. Uh, yeah, I had to send the Polarium team the contact information to send him the merch, right? So <laughs> th th this is this is what we, this is the same kind of thing. Like he doesn't work yeah. for me. Um, and, and yet they couldn't, so it's just so strange that we have to get, this is what, how out of touch they kind of are, but, um, but yeah, sorry, carry on. Just, just yeah. trying to keep people. If idea. you guys want to understand how community managers work, um, it's called, what's it called? The Epic quest. I think it is. It's a, it's on Apple TV. It's like a spoof of a guy who's created a, you know, world of Warcraft <laughs> type game. Watch yeah. that. And there's two episodes on the community manager, which are the funniest shit you'll ever see Mythic in your life. Quest. So, that's it. Mythic quest. Yes. Thank you. My God. It's the always sunny in Philadelphia guy. It's so yeah. funny. Anyway. Um, my problem is that I used to be a programmer. That's how that was my schooling. That was my first five years in the world. I know when they said this is a security issue, that is utter horseshit. It is utter horseshit. You know what's a problem. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a security issue that they needed to fix. But what I'm saying is m there was nothing in the Mercy system itself that couldn't have been decoupled. Yeah. Um, this has been out forever. They didn't touch anything with Hell Hades optimizer tool, thankfully. But yeah. maybe if they ever find... This was an analytic decision. 100% you can tell. And it's... Yeah. To wrap it into a security issue thing, if it was a security issue, if there was some kind of weird data that was being coupled, like a, you know an object being passed that has, here's your mercy and your credit card. I don't know why they do that, but <laughs> yeah. then decouple it. Like yeah. it's, it's, you know, you make two objects. You make a function call an object that doesn't contain that information. It's, it's not, I mean, it's coding. It's not easy from a, from a layman's term, but if you're a coder, it's, uh, it's easy. And you know what? They just lost my money today because they got the big void pack. I don't know how close I am to the Mercy. I'm not willing to risk it. Not yeah. on a 10 time for Cargill, you know? So, you know, uh, it just, it, it frustrates me that they didn't say, look, we don't want you guys this information, was what they should have said. I don't know if they ever would, but it would cost us money to give you this information. We like you guys being in the dark. 
that's really what they should say. But, you know, they're not going to tell the truth. So. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to trigger you any further, Cap. Oh, I do. I mean, <laughs> Can I add a comment on that? Uh, one second, Bears. One second, mate. So, like, uh, go ahead. Um, so, with... Um, uh, they did that with Countess Licks, right? Mm-hmm. We, when we had the Countess Licks, it's pretty much the same kind of mercy system that we had. I mean, that was a visual representation of when you was going to hit gold, right? So yeah. they have had it in there before. And if you remember, yeah. Kappa, literally as soon as this came out, they were instantly in the content creators chat and said, hey, this, yeah, don't do this. This is not good. They don't really do that to third-party sites, right? But they were on it like a flash. Like, they really didn't want people using this straight away. And they started using those security terms and stuff like that. And it's, oh, it really shouldn't be good for your account if you download this tool. So, yeah, they yeah. really weren't happy straight from the off. But, like I said, they've already had it as well, right? So, and if you're going to remove it from all these people that are using it, at least put your own one in there. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. The- yeah, go on. Yeah, the cat's out of the bag. So yeah. now you're taking it away, and you know, it's it's the analytics, Saffron. It it's the analytics uh, and the security concerns. I'm so glad that Plarium is suddenly so concerned with my data that this stuff has been available forever. Uh, and you're right, from Countess Licks till what last Monday, it was yeah. in the game, but now they've 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 whew, they've sure stopped an open source program from stealing my data, which you can clearly see just by reading this program, doesn't use any of the secure data, right? It's open source. They could just look at it. And if you're a programmer of any knowledge of your own game, which is- That's exactly what I've said in CC chat, right? Yeah. uh, The comment I wanted to make on that, and Saffron basically already said it, is if they really care about security, okay? Make make your own one, and by own one, I'm I, w- I will I will be a little bit more specific because like same way as Matt Capper, I do also work in IT, and I'm not saying that to give myself more credit. It's just because I know by a fact that they can fix any uh, security uh, potential security issues related to third party softwares just by giving us one thing, an API, yes, and access to okay. controlled data through a controlled flow uh to authorized users so they do expose only a limited amount of data from servers so they don't they don't have to put them in a client you don't have to put the PD system in a client if you do uh expose part of your data those that are safe from the server through an api so we can build application on top of that we can do our analytics we can have our statistics about drops they don't give us an api because if we get uh a tool like that it's, it's, it's way too powerful. We will be able to do our own analytics. We'll be able to see that the, perhaps I'm just uh, conspiring here, uh, which I don't usually do. We're just perhaps going to see that during 2x speed gear, we also have, I don't know, another 2x toxic set to drop or 2x 5-star against 2x 6-star because they could do that and we will never know because we have no API access. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Um, and uh, Smiley, anything to add on on the the Mercy system being kind of removed or whatnot? Did your did it affect your community at all? Did it affect your spending like it did Kappa at all? Uh, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I'm gonna take a little bit of a different approach. Okay, I like, like it. Yep. So I think I think um, this this does piss a lot of people off, particularly people that understand coding or people understand like how this works like you guys like before 
to like the 99 percent of the player base that doesn't really understand this or how it works and maybe they can just accept the, the you know that is that it really is a security issue but like whether they're lying or whether they're beating around the bush or whether they're just you know they just i think i think just the, the fastest way to really solve this or handle this is by really putting out their own mercy system that'll i think that'll really uh, help a lot of people ease people's minds a little better but i do think that um i just i just feel like i want to give them the benefit of a doubt and just like just let them like you know just wait and see how it goes through because like i don't really like to um be too pessimistic about, about things i like to be optimistic and hope like you know see to a better uh, future i guess per se but i just i just wanted to give them a chance but because like i feel like they ha have been heading in the right direction um the past year at least because like ever since like the draco kid and whatnot but i don't know i just want to wait and see what happens per se oh the optimism of youth i like it um, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm, pr I'm probably ignorant because like I don't really understand the code. No, or no, it's, you're not ignorant at all, mate. It's that I, I don't know, man. I don't know how many Draco gates and and Tormin gates and, and like CVC. It just you know, I like the benefit of the doubt was probably. Hmm, when, when was the benefit of the doubt? I, I, that's a great question, honestly. I think the benefit of the doubt left me when. Uh, I I I think it might have been with the gear pieces in platinum, honestly. I think when they introduced Platinum and they introduced uh, the Swift Parry and stuff first and foremost into Platinum, it was like, okay, they're, they're really not listening. Um, and then, yeah, I think Ethos might have been the camel um, that broke the back or the straw, broke the camel's back or something. But, yeah, I think uh, a lot less a benefit of the doubt from myself personally. I don't know if it's the same from everyone else uh, the longer you play, but, yeah. Like, so, mm. cause, like, cause I, I know I know that I was here for the Draco gate and I was here for most of the gates, but... I feel like the past year though it has been heading in a better direction per se yeah. i know a lot of people were you know upset about the you know the swift parry set a lot of people were upset about the um the reactions sets and whatnot but i don't really know how they can fix that but i feel like they are still trying so i just you know i can only wait and see but but like i said earlier i feel like um the majority of the player base is not really well knowledge about the coding and whatnot so it's just it's more it's more upfront because you know people like you know, I, I respect Stu Gaming, but, you know, like a lot of content creators that go out there and they'll post videos about, you know, uh, explaining how this works. So a lot of people will, they have a lot of viewer base. So a lot of people will side or get better opinions on that. But I think, I think I just want to wait and see. I just, that's just like the standpoint I'm at. Um, nice. Uh, I, I hope so, Matt. And hopefully that, that optimism is in fact, I could do some optimism, mate, quite frankly. I mean, after reading all of this uh, live on stream, I mean, I've had a I've had a bad week, quite frankly. I've been talking with Polari behind the scenes uh, about some issues I've had with my clans and CBC as well. Didn't exactly get the response. I mean, Rufus knows I didn't get the response I was yeah. looking for. That, that that's you know, that's for damn sure. So, yeah, I'm just uh, I think I'm just a little more frustrated on the frustrated side of things than yourself. But I hope yeah. so, man. I I want to be optimistic for the future. It just sucks to hear. And being a community person, it sucks to hear all this stuff and you hear all these stories of why the community is leaving why the community is upset we can hear the community is upset why can't they because they're listening to analytics right and um first and foremost so yeah but i i want to be that optimistic sap again quite frankly but um it's been rather mm -hmm. tough lately um uh, i'll say that uh, the good news is is that the word the meme soon has actually been replaced by analytics now i feel 
I feel oh, mate, that's a thing now. We've got better things coming. Just you wait for the correlation triangle or whatever it was. My <laughs> gosh, we're getting to it. Uh, Rufus, anything to add uh, to this? Uh, I'm just just playing <sighs> devil's advocate here. I know some people yeah. are thrown out like, why didn't Hell Hades get get to look? I I don't I'm not a software person at all, but just like people are asking that question, how can Hades still stay up here and the other is is you know I don't think no. it's an issue. I think if they were to close down Hell Hades out, I mean there would be carnage. People would be going nuts first and foremost. But I don't. Know, why is that up? Do you know? So uh, well, uh, yeah. Again, I'm like Kappa uh, and Bismir. I'm also from a software background. I haven't done any coding in a while, but uh, I, I still can read pieces of code. But haven't read the specific uh, code for um, any of the Mercy trackers, but I've been talking to Farbstoff, uh, the the um, author of RSL Helper, and uh, he shows me that none in his code or in his software deals with server-side stuff. Right. And that's the answer that they said. They said that it was touching on server-side data, where it was strictly dealing with client-side data that was basically available to the player. Well, on that note, some people might say that the answer that we were given was a lie. Uh, I'm not blaming the community manager, Cyrilla or Oracle or any of them uh, at all. Again, as we always repeat it, they only can say what they are told to say. Mm -hmm. They probably were given uh, scripts to follow. And uh, that, that, that's a, another gripe I have with this whole AMA thing, I think. Uh, any company that respects its, its player base when it opens up an AMA, whether it is a triple A uh, game or a mobile game, the AMA should have people who are able to answer. People from the development team, people from the creative team yes. who may actually make decisions, not Can just you... representatives. Yeah, yeah. no, the, yeah, that's, that's a great point. I want to jump in on that. If if Bethesda, with all their great and all the from the from the pinnacle of of Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 to the low of Fallout 76. If there was an AMA, Gabe was there. Newell was there. The the, yeah. the main dude was there. Was. And he took it on the chin and he let it and he, he gave up he gave the good and the bad. We have Cyrilla. I love Cyrilla. We have Oracle. I don't even know who that is. Uh where are the developers? Where are the people that the creative leads? That's what we need. We need at least one of them to be like, I'm the knowledge piece for this. Right? right, and they don't yeah. have that, and that's why the I don't blame the generic answers. the The reality is they don't, or at least they didn't show the person they have behind the scene. They just said, "Hey, we're joined by Vladimir, and he's the number that he's the lead programmer for this yeah. game." That would have been amazing. And it doesn't that's matter terrible. that it's Reddit. Reddit's toxic, but it's moderated, so it doesn't matter. Reddit, Twitch, wherever it is that they do this AMA, you got to have the right person in there. Uh, and actually, uh, we have more material in the suggestion sheet that is submitted to developers uh, as far as uh, potential improvements to the game or questions. Uh, because that sheet, we have, a, I don't know if it's the same for content creators, but for moderators, we, we submit comments on it regularly. There is a column where the developers actually input their own comments. And we have more material, way more material on that and stuff about stuff that potentially might not come or potentially might come to the game than any of the AMA that was provided by by community managers. At least the devs will tell you, no, we're not going to do that at all, ever. Or uh, a, a lazy maybe. But you know that it's coming from a reliable source. Um, for this AMA, I think that they're kind of treating us like children. And uh, to be frank, the mentality... Uh, of, of some people that, that that are still going on about the same and same issues and not listening to the big picture 
is just comforting them in this. And what you said before about um, about the analytics, that's that's basically what what they what what they what's governing their, their approach to the game. I feel like uh, I'm dealing with the matrix here, trying to get out as as hard as I can, only to to them telling me no. Listen to Agent Smith. Uh, humans ma beings don't matter. You're just a battery in our system. Uh, do what you do best, uh, which is spending and keep your mouth shut. Uh, yeah, it, it's funny that you mentioned uh, sort of like children. Uh, just to be absolutely frank, just to repeat all you've mentioned already. Look, we're not um, sort of talking about Oracle here. We are not, not at all. No, we are not talking about Cirilla here. We are talking about the responses. Uh, you think about a hotline. You, th you ring up a hotline. They have a checklist of all the scripts that they can answer to go. You, you give them one question. They give one answer. You go to the next page on a script and you follow the way. That's that's literally how these AMAs work, right? One thing I would yeah. like to say though is like what does AMA mean, right? It means ask me anything, and yet we have a script and they're, they're kind of no. cherry picking what they want. So straight away, it's not really an AMA and they could have done it about it differently. I, I don't think where they done it um, was going to make a yeah. much a difference. But, I think, you know. I mean, I mean by, by, by definition, the AMA format on the internet, specifically on Reddit, it should involve a little bit of risk and exposure from the person yeah. who puts themselves forward. Right. That's, uh, goes for, for pop stars, it goes for developers of games. So if you're not willing to, to take that risk, just do what you always do and issue a weekly statement with the, with the, with the, uh, you addressing the questions uh, without risking to have people in front of you question your answers. Right. Uh, and this is just I, the first question. So carry on. Go for it. Uh, I was, like, could you imagine your Commissioner Gordon, you pick up the phone, shit's hitting the fan in Gotham, and you get, Hi, this is the uh, secretary <laughs> to the second underling behind Batman. If you could just let me know what your problem is, I'll decide whether or not it goes up. Could you imagine that? That's what we're getting. Yeah. We've got we've got Batman's executive assistant's community manager letting us know uh, that Batman's on it and and he's listening to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it... go on, mate. Sorry, just uh, my my opinion is was that it was just a political move from them. Like it was yeah. obviously just like uh, some kind of uh, let's say they wanted to show the community that they are listening to because there was a little bit of a bad uh, mood after the CVC's first, second, third CVC, like the beta. All the feedbacks that we have given them during the beta, they did not change anything. Uh, on the CVCs and then fusion after fusion one of them was quite difficult to get and yeah there it was the community was not in a very very happy moment so they say you know what we're gonna see we're gonna show them that we care about their feedback by answering some random questions or not answering some random questions but anywhere answer them we're answering them so we keep them calm we we we, we shut down the fire for at least a couple of weeks until we have something new to give them and they're keeping us busy with all this like some of some of you guys mentioned this before we have fusions every second week or every month and in between them we have cvc and between them we have 2x dragon dragon event so there is literally no pause for us like we have to grind every day no matter if you are early mid late game there they give you something to grind for and we will never catch up so there is no time for us to to provide content as content creators like a genuine content uh, that is not like token showcasing a stupid champion that came from a fusion that nobody's going to use for a couple of months more until they release the content he was made for mm -hmm. so basically we're just 
they just uh, did this armor to, to calm down us on the creators first off, but it had the, in my opinion, the the opposite effect. So okay. I, I don't see a very, very good uh, atmosphere around the game right now. And I'm usually quite positive or quite neutral. Like if I have to rant about something on the other side, I'm going to give credit as soon as they give us something interesting or as soon as something interesting happens that so I don't get why this political move and I think they missed it completely uh, yeah I agree man but I, I said to them in the CC chat I was like this is like the worst possible time that you could do an AMA like on Reddit of all places like you decide to do an AMA when literally everyone is in unification that it's you know things aren't going well at the moment really and um yeah it is tough but i mean this is just the first question guys let's try and move on to the next one the next one is a doozy um so this is from Stu gaming uh, right here let me get the, uh, the response Stu. uh mate now at this point chat I, I was i was reading all of these live um as the ama was happening and uh, as my chat will know my i was about to burst right i was raging i was like i was my, my blood pressure was i was literally a not happy bunny right and then i saw Stu. i was like yes Stu. he's like he never he's always down the line like he always says it as it is some people don't like him for it i absolutely love him for, for being that person what he does he does so much for the community just putting stuff out there like this um let me kind of uh, read it through right uh pity counter this better be added next patch straight for like well, it should have been added this patch from taking it away. So, yes, it should be in next patch. They've already got it in counter slicks. Let's get it in there. Dupe system. Really? When? Uh, we, we found out that's going to be in full. We'll get to that very shortly. Normal arena lower tiers matchmaking. Again, next patch. And apparently that's happened this week. Uh, second ascension. Yeah, who knows? We're going to get to that in a little bit as well. That's, that's, that's uh, started a few things. Swift parry and reaction accessories. Killing arena. Um, they had a great reply to that as well. Ten times void summons we've been asking for years. Um, and it turns out they, they, they finally listened. They're going to do that. And lots of people are talking about this one and the next one. 3v3 Arena do something. They're doing numerous things with 3v3 Arena. So with 10 times void, we're going to open up 10 voids at the same time. And, and with 3v3 Arena, again, auto um, for each battle, right? Now, uh, we're going to go through all of those things. But they're the two of the main highlights that a lot of people are taking away from this. Uh, just remember, I, I honestly don't think those two small highlights, which could have been in-game years ago, uh, should be you know, sweeping all the dirt under the rug, right? Uh, yes, they're good additions, but this is well too late to be adding these in they're simple fixes to add an auto button or a so, do you know what i mean so yeah moving on as uh, cbc it's just for wales Stu got corrected um in his response to there so we'll get to that in a second stage 21 25 limiting champions for viable runs obviously he, he wasn't very happy when his septimus um woke up to not be very useful in 25s that was that was funny in the cc round that was for sure uh stage 21 25 limiting champions for viable runs uh time spent in the game Instant clear for faction walls or 10 times speed for, for clan boss. Uh, and finished fragment fusions we're missing a few pieces of. Uh, some people have got like 10 fragments from the previous fragment fusions, etc, etc. Loads going on there from Stu. Let's go through the answers one by one there. Um, well, hello Stu. Always nice to talk to you. I always have covered most of these in the thread. But of course, we'll make a recap just for Stu. Uh, Serena and Stu, they're great. They, 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 they hang out. They're good. Um, pity counter. We don't promise to add it in the next patch 
since the pipeline of features for it is already set uh, and has been for some time now. It's not that easy to shuffle things around, oh God, around so close to the patch release, but the whole thing is on the table. Who wants to start with that one there? I know we've talked about the pity, but who wants to talk about the response and why that triggers us? Kappa? Uh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. I'm trying to find Cirilla's post here. For some reason, it doesn't show up right next for me. Where is that? Uh, it's probably in the replies. If you click on Cirilla, uh, you'll see all the comments that she did. Um, um, I, okay, well, someone Rufus, do you want to give it a go then, mate? Yeah, I'll just say a couple of sentences. The, um, the fit-in room. When was it announced and when was it implemented? I think it was just announced one day and implemented the next. So Hades announced his live there. website like one yeah. day and then yeah. literally within a week, Polarium had their own fitting room, right? Um, yeah, and uh, I think that all the bricks, all the building blocks are there to give us a pretty counselor. Even if they just display a number, it doesn't have to be pretty. Uh, if they wanted to to implement it any time, they would have. Uh, I, I think that it's this this answer means that they will need to go back to the higher ups. The higher ups will need to decide whether or not to release it at all. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, what it comes down to is, uh, and and it's a self fulfilling prophecy with again the analytics. The analytics suggest in this very short time span that the pity counter might have people avoid spending, especially during ten times. But I, I think that it's the opposite. If I have a pity counter and I'm at 180, I would have bought 100%. I would have bought today because I knew that I'd have a, a guaranteed shot at Cardial. may not get them, but at least I'd have a guaranteed shot at them. Yeah. So for everyone who's sitting, oh, I'm just at 20, I'm not going to buy for a 10 times, there's someone at 180 saying, I will buy. So it, it they should have it. I, I mean, there's a lot of things they should do, but... Um, and I think the biggest thing that I want to add to this this whole stew verse and then Srilla's response, the whole thing is, <laughs> and this might be triggering. <laughs> hey, Boomer. <laughs> this might be triggering, but um, I don't think that Plarium needs to listen to the community. And let me explain. The individual responses that the community have are so varied, how could you possibly listen to the community? You can't listen to every... Everyone has a different answer to dupes. But they have to listen to the sentiment. And the sentiment is something has to be done about dupes. Something has to be done about this pity counter. What the answer is, we've all got an we've all got answers. That's their don't listen to any one of us. Figure it out and do it, whether that's an API, whether that's reopening it client side, whether that's putting it into the game yourself. I don't care. Fucking do it. Just yeah. do it. The pity count, and that's with everything. A CVC, we all have our own responses of what we think is the right answer. But the right answer is something, because we're all obviously unimpressed with the system. And that's where, you know, the analytics aren't going to tell you just to do something. You have to, that's where they have to listen. They have to understand the sentiment. And and Stu is our champion of, of sentiment in 90% of what he says. So, um, yeah, pity counter, just do it. Whatever, whatever that answer is, have it and have it done yesterday. 
Nice. Uh, I just want to sort of back up Stu a little bit here as well. Anton Kridian. Uh Stu and Cirilla, they are friends. They get on. There's a look. I don't know if you watched the podcast when Cirilla came on, but those two have got some big old... I know they're both seeing other people once married, but Stu, there's there's a there's a spark between Stu and Cirilla. And uh, Stu is by, mo- by no means disrespectful at all. And they enjoy that kind of play of role, honestly. They, they have fun. Don't think that Cirilla was... Uh, hurt by Stu's comments. If she was, then she wouldn't have replied, and it wouldn't have been like that, right? So, so don't 100%. worry. They get on 100%. Don't worry about that. Um, but one thing that kind of really got to me there is obviously um, it's not easy thing to shuffle things around. It it really is when they want it to be, you know. Um, in terms, they they turned around the two time shot pretty quick, didn't they? I mean, that was. I mean, who remembers yeah. that? That that was crazy and and there's so many things that happen that like if something's going wrong analytically then then um then yeah they'll they'll change that um it just doesn't look like this pity counter like i said we all mentioned the analytics um it looks like it was just hurting them too much from what they've seen um so we'll see um uh dupe system um really when as promised in the following six months or so now i'm sure we're going to get to sort let's talk about um the, the, the dupe system. We've kind of been sort of badgering around it quite a little bit. So the dupe system, as they announced, I don't know if I can find it specifically. Um, but uh, now they said they had several options, right? Um, let me try and find the comments so I don't misquote. It's stu- dupe system, seven hours. Uh, tag team area, septimus. Oh, God, we've got loads of septimus. As uh, few first and foremost, is that it? Okay, so yeah, this is this is the one here. I think. Um, good question. Well, we need to think about it. Thanks for bringing it up. Now, jokes aside, uh, before I get kicked out of the subreddit, uh, uh, Serena's jokes—they either land well or they just—they completely miss sometimes. Um, we know what you guys want details here. I'll give you as much info as we have right now. No backing out. Um, now. Here we go. There's several steps here, guys. I'll try and get it as much as I can. I know some of you might not be able to see that. I'll try and read it if I can. And when coming up with the concept for the feature, we contemplated two main approaches. Tweaking drop rates and making dupes more valuable by utilizing them for strengthening champions. Okay. Now, I said this to Rufus. I said this the other day. It seems straight off the bat... Um, they've got two ideas. One idea they're really going to go with. The other idea is supposed to look bad just so the other one looks better, right? So they've gone, hey, we could have tweaked drop rates, which would have been bad, but we're not. We're going to make your dupes strengthen your champions, which is not as bad as tweaking the drop rates, but it's still bad and making that look good, right? So those two have basically been thrown in together to make the you know the dupes value by utilizing the strength of your champions kind of look better, in my opinion. Prove me wrong in a second. I'm just going to read through these. Uh, for several months, we were testing both of these in various forms in a sandbox environment, developing an in-game eco- uh, eco- uh, economic model for each simultaneously assessing influence on both the in-game balance and conducting tests in the real production environment. I don't know what regular casual player that is speaking to. Um, number three, overall, there were four concepts. So we've gone from two options now to four concepts that were examined in the beginning. 
fast forward to the present and we put aside three of those. So we started at two, went to four, lost three, and we're down to one, which is upgrading the strengthening of the champions with our dupes. Uh, number four, we evaluated the pros and cons without any feedback from anyone else. They evaluated the pros and cons. Right now, our learn are leaning more towards the second option, making dupes more valuable by utilizing them for strengthening options. That's not to say that option number one is off the table, that they're leaning currently more towards the second. They could still tweak the, the numbers if they wanted to, but they want us to be looking at uh, this dupe system for now. Uh, number five, uh, we expect the solution to come out in the fall. So after years and years and years of waiting, we should begin this um, from the fall. We are sticking to the time frame announced in the Q&A video that we came some time ago. However, the point worth mentioning is that not only will we be releasing the feature, but also adjusting several areas in-game oh, to fit this whole new system. So not only are we going to get, oh, is Kappa going to get an ethos I plus felt one? I the ulcer form right there, right on that sentence. Plus two, plus three um, to, to level up his champions. But not only is that a dupe system that no one really asked for, but it's going to change the other areas of the game to make the dupe system that they have in mind work within the world of Raid Shadow Legends. We will share the details of the ultimate concept with the ultimate concept with you as soon as it's ready and breathe. Okay, talk to me. Who wants to say what first? I don't even know where to start. It I mean, scares me. It scares me. And it's not even the... Hey, like I said, and, and Anton, there's a big argument in, in the in the chat. Anton said, what I agree with is that you can't... You would go broke listening to the community. But you have to understand the community sentiment. You can't discard the community sen sentiment. And that's Murder's point together. We've talked about it. Uh, is that you can't listen to... If, if Saffron's like, you must do this with the dupe system... And then Besmir says something completely different. You'll like no one. There's no consensus on what to do. But you have to listen to the the sentiment. And I think this is a, just an example of them not listening to the sentiment of of the community for so long. So frustrated with so many dupes, and now they're finally putting in probably the. Again, we don't know what the right answer is, but I think pretty much universally, adding multiple dupes to a single champion to make that stronger is the least popular idea among anyone. Because even mm -hmm. if you're a whale, can you imagine you're, you're Manable? I'm gonna go with Manable. He's a whale, he's a known whale, he's a content creator, he platinum pusher, and he has two trundas, so he can make he can make a trunda. But there's some obscure guy who has six trundas, also a whale, spent the same amount of money. And so now, that guy's got the best trunda in the world, simply because RNG gave him six trundas. And, you know, I've got five Sethalias. I have a sneaking suspicion that my super Sethalia is still just going to be Sethalia, which is a good, great champ, but is not, it's not Trunda. It's not Ethos. I have three Ethos, Saffron sitting on one. Does that mean I should have the, now I'm going to have the best Ethos in the world and Saffron's going to be uh, sitting Pissed. there going, well, I got, I got, <laughs> I got straight fucked because of the system. That's the fear. And then on top of it, they drop the one sentence that that creates ulcers. They're going to change the game to fit their system that they've come up with. What does that mean? Suddenly, dungeons are going to be harder because the champions that we use... Is Nightmare Campaign Farming going to be twice as hard, so you need Ugh. a double ethos to do... Like, I don't know what that means, and that is such an unknown that scares me, because these guys... 
The imaginations of this crew are both wildly fantastical and awe-inspiring and also very scary. They're like a supervillain. Their, their imagination far exceeds my expectation for good and evil. Uh, and okay, yeah, I'm done with it, it. it's fine. Just uh, some of the points I'm reading in the chat. Anton, again, every week. Love you, man. Keep coming by. Every week you wind up my chat. I love it. Um, uh, so, yeah, beer theatre as well. I'm well pretty much not buying shards anymore after their dupe system announcement. It's BS. Uh, I completely... Like, how can Wales or anyone invest into something um, over time where they've just mentioned a system that's going to absolutely... Um, you know, change the way we play and enact this game. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you think about it, Smiley. But the whole plus one concept on on legendaries, it I think it might work on other games. But I I, I don't know about about raid specifically. I mean, it could cause a gap. But what do you think, man? You, you know, you got difference of opinion on a lot of other things. Are you kind of with us on this one as well? Do you agree, or do you think um, this actually could work out quite nice? I think the idea is great, but in practicality, I'm not so sure. Alright, as far as the suggested dupe system goes, like, it's it's only further separating, not even like the whales, the krakens, and like the, the free-to-play low spenders, mid spenders, and like, I guess some of whales are even, if you're lucky, I guess, to pull five chundas, like you said. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're free-to-play, like, you can still progress a long period of time to get to that endgame point. Like, a prime example is a BGE, who is yep. an endgame player, and he's 100% free-to-play. Like... With this suggested dupe system, I, it really becomes a free to a pay to win game, because you you can't just you can't just uh, free to play to the end game anymore per se, because like 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 it's just that's just crazy. But I think they are, um, okay. I might I know I'm gonna be like the villain of the, the the show right now, but I think it's still heading in a good direction at from a standpoint that they are at least testing out the dupe system. But this is just something they really really have to nail because. Once they run, once they release this dupe system, I think that's gonna be it. Like I don't think they can really change it because it's gonna screw over everybody else that, um, you know, that it benefited or didn't benefit in the past, right? So they really have to nail this right the first time, and I do understand why it's taking so long for them to figure out a good dupe system, but I just, I feel like, um, I just we have to give them time before I bash anything. Um, so because like I think they have a better understanding of people feel but I don't know like if they're going to go by the analytics or if they're going to go by people's you know sentiments or per se but again I just I have to wait and see uh, okay so <laughs> like I... let, let me come and kind of retort to that right um, okay so they told us a week ahead of time that 3v3 was coming out okay um, and then we had we played 3v3 for a week in the beta pretty much until they brought it and we all said this that and the other and nothing happened a week later it came out so uh, when they bring out new stuff like this what we'd like to do as as content as a community have a test realm where we can give feedback before it comes out right and they tell us about these these game modes as they're releasing so there's no time for any kind of feedback from anyone it's it, you take it as it is and kind of that's it, right? So 3v3 was the same thing. Faction Wars took many months of rebalances to kind of happen. The Bazaar was an absolute joke with the gold, silver, bronze rewards, this, that, and the other. Um, and it's just like they they release it without looking for that feedback. And they take on that yeah. that fe that reaction almost. Like reaction gear as well. Like and yeah, they, they just put things out. They, they don't do a lot of testing if they do. Um, the, they're all about the analytics, honestly. They they don't really, 
yeah, they're all about the analytics, as as Cap has explained. But yeah, they 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 tell us about it as it's releasing. Not oh, is there any changes we could do? CVC was another. One. We had the What's Raid video. We all said those rewards, those milestone rewards, are rubbish. They said it's a video. Uh, it's just for display purposes only. Right, got it. Beta comes along. Exactly the same rewards. We said the same thing. The rewards are junk. You said this, that, and the oh, It's a beta. Don't worry. We've got it sorted. And then it comes out to the main thing like two week, a week or two later. And it's exactly the same rewards. So they, they will put out without any feedback whatever they're putting out. That, that feedback isn't listened to. And now all of a sudden we're getting a plus one version of, and it's like, we're not thinking like, oh yeah, we've gone from four ideas. Which ones would you like to be added to the game? They've gone, oh yeah, we've had four ideas. This is the route we're going down. And that's, that's the difference, I think. I think if they were just a little bit more open and transparent as these ideas were getting fleshed out within the company, rather than doing AMA, everyone's watching, oh yeah, we're going to do this, I think it would be a much different outlook. But that's just me. Um, no, I, I do mean, agree uh, with that. I do agree with that, though. I, I, I'm totally in line with you, Saffron, and that's basically a logical fallacy. They're presenting it as if there were just two branches to the solution, where there are in, there's infinitely more possibilities to be presented. Uh, what I might say, I, I've worked in the past for a, for a major software editor uh, and what, what happened, if, I, if we consider Raid as a software and Clarium as a software company, because that's what they are, whenever there is uh, in the market uh, feedback that our software is not doing what the customer is expecting uh, it to do as far as features go, the first go-to is a benchmark. I th I'm pretty sure that they have teams working on benchmarks 24-7, at least I hope so. Uh, do a benchmark, look at what the competition is doing, do your own twist on it. You don't have to come up with a revolutionary idea and keep us living in that groundhog day where it's always six months away and we'll never see it. No, right. just look at what the other scene. And I might have a twisted theory on this. Perhaps the fact that their drop rates for legendaries and epics were so low was in their mind their dupe protection system. But when you play for two years, you're bound to, to, to pull a lot of dupes. So the other games usually have 2% for, for Legos or SSRs, usually. Whereas they have 0.5%. Uh, so it's basically four times less than, than, than most other gachas out there. Uh, just look at the competition. I, I shared with the, the com community managers a couple of links. Basically, two-second Google searches will bring up tons of links on Reddit, basically, of people discussing uh, different dupe systems in other games. Which ones are the best, which ones are the worst, which ones had bad consequences or good consequences on their games. Just read those, take the feedback of hundreds of thousands of people who've played those games over years, take the best that you can do, learn your lessons and implement it. None of these systems are hard to implement and none of them would require major changes to the game. Some of them include strengthening champions and I think that's the route that they're going to follow. Because whenever we ask the CM's question, they say that the keyword is empowerment. So we probably are going to go, to go down that road. The question is how bad it is going to be. I'm sorry to be so pessimistic, but that's that's how it is. I, that's how we feel. Honestly, like, it's just, um, like I said, there's so much going on. We haven't even got into halfway through this AMA yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> let me, uh, unless, uh, Bez, you got anything to add to that point for the moment? Uh, I mean, you covered basically everything, guys. And yeah, in my opinion, they're, they're just not... Uh... And they're all, all they are caring about is their analytics and their projections of potential 
I'm going to be direct here revenue. Yep. So basically they are going to evaluate, evaluate all the possible ways to implement the dupe system. And they're going to say, okay, uh, this way is going to get us over a year, over three months, over six months, as long as, I mean, as long as they can predict this amount of money. And if we do this way, the revenue will be this. So they basically take the decision based on that. That's my opinion. And as a company, I can't blame them, but I don't, I'm not an expert gamer. So I'm not going to say they're doing right or wrong as a player. I have to have, I have to express my opinion as a player and as a content creator representing a small community. So the feeling is that they should try at least to balance, uh, Buzz their revenue and their attention because their revenue is driven by new players. We know that they do ads, they do pull in new players, trying to get like even some small spendings. They don't care that much about big whales as much as they care about newly spenders, like even low spenders. But they they should try to push a little bit more into player attention, in my opinion. And by giving a reliable and functional dupe system to old players, long term players, it's gonna help that attention it's going to help people say okay i can do something useful with uh with my third visit so i'm i'm going to try to build her mm-hmm. otherwise at some point someone will give up like the way it, ha- it is happening we have seen a lot of long-term players leaving quitting the game in the past weeks we have seen you had a clan that has been decimated you say it so yeah. basically yeah it's, it's the direction is going right uh yeah and that's it it's just um but but they don't see that. Um, so it, I, I think no one's asking for them to sort of change the reinvent the wheel here. I, I, no one's saying, "Hey, stop making money!" Right? We're all here, willing to put in money into the account, into the game. And in fact, many of us want to spend more money in the game. Is that we feel like we can't because we feel we're restricted to their marketing. Right? No one's saying to player to stop spending money. I think the biggest word that we're asking for is a little bit of balance you know know, make your money listen to the community not content creators specifically the community as a whole right um don't listen to individuals that create you know all content creators but a little bit of balance what they're doing right now is full swing analytically make us money this that the cbc uh i'm not even going to talk about the cbc conversation i had with uh with jam It, it it wasn't good but like it's so crazy what they're what they're doing with this CBC, quite frankly. And and I think about it now. You go back to like I don't know two months ago before CBC even hit. I think we as a community were a lot more unified than what we are today. I think there's more fractures, more d- divides. I think there's more people that are uh, unhappy with the people w- which aren't happy. You know, I, I think there's a lot of a lot of that going on, and it, it's just a shame, quite frankly. But um, yeah, um. Oh, well, we'll see what's going on with CVC. Um, as we've got here as well, there's another one coming up. Uh, another one of the big questions is the amount of time it takes to play in Raid. Uh, we, we've mentioned this several times before. Uh, it's literally a full-time job on top of your full-time job. Um, so as Zaneka said, um, who needs a personal life when there's another fusion starting in two days? See what I mean by jokes uh, hitting or not? But yeah, here we go. Um, who does need a personal life? That's, that's for sure. And things that we talk about, we've been saying that. 
we've been joking that we don't have a personal life because of raid and they're literally joking about it <laughs> these guys don't have a personal life let's oh my gosh and um, we have a whole separate roadmap for additions aimed at optimizing the amount of time that you need to spend in the game to stay in the loop that is the most important sentence there for me and uh, we have been sort of uh, discussing the play time it takes uh, to play raid for several months now and yet, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this mysterious R word that they've got already set up for stuff like this. So, I, I don't know about you, Kappa, but this was literally out of the blue to me. The fact that they even mentioned the word roadmap, and to mention that they've even got stuff set up for, for sort of streamlining the game time it takes. Uh, what do you think, man? Uh, my favorite meme that I have posted on Reddit was a picture of a truck red truck driving off a cliff and it said plarium 2021 roadmap so for them to actually mention the word roadmap again that in of itself is brave very brave but uh yeah you know what this is just shows that they don't they're very they curate what they release so carefully if they would have said hey look we know it's taking more time to play we understand this is a mobile game and that you guys want to be we have some changes in place that'll happen over the next season that will allow you to take you know take in the new content and expand yourself on the new content but kind of the old content you'll be able to do quicker then this would be a non-issue but they let it they let it they let it fester to now when we're all like like about a week ago i nearly quit the game if i wasn't a content creator i probably would have quit the game uh in all reality maybe gone to a casual play taking time off whatever you want to call it because yeah i was my friends were asking me on a Saturday to go out. Now, with COVID, it's made it easier to say no, but I have a group, a small group. I'm a single guy, so I get to have in my province a, a bubble group, a friend that I can go over to. And I'm like, oh, if I go over, in the back of my head, shit you not, I'm thinking I'm going to get behind in, in the... It was the last fusion. I'm going to get behind in the fusion. This fusion's too hard. Can I actually spend five hours for entertainment with friends? Can I do this? And then I thought... Oh my dear God! Did I just actually think that? Fuck off! I'm gone. I'm gotten. I'm done. Hey guys, I'm not gonna have a stream tonight. I'm going out drinking. So you know. I mean, I, I I'll be honest, man. I, there are lots of people have been thinking that. You know. I mean, I for myself, after this whole clan v clan thing that I had with Banana Jam, I mean, Rufus and I was pierced yesterday, right? And I, I, I nearly said enough and enough. I nearly left the content creators program yesterday. I was just like, mate, I'm done. Why, why am I here? And it's not just because of one thing or another. It's like all the things are kind of adding up. And it's just, it's all bubbling and, and festering. But I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it turns uh, out that... Sorry, go on. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I didn't mean to. I thought you have... Uh, anyway, I what Murder said in content creators chat the other day, I think it is harsh but it's, it's the harsh truth like i agree is the he did basically say we are not here to give our opinion and he was not trying to say i don't care about your opinion it's, he was trying to say flarium is not caring about your opinion or our right. opinions we are here to make content we are not opinionists so it is partially true like for sure from the flarium perspective is the way they see it and murder did not it was not his words or, or even if they were he was just impersonating or basically just explaining how Parim sees the communicator shot. Uh, what I was going to say is that they should also think that we have some small communities that do reflect in percentage the overall feeling of the player base. I'm not saying that the 50 
uh, viewer stream or a 500 uh, members Discord can reflect uh, 2 million player player base. But in percentage, you can get, okay, you can get at least a feeling, you can get at least a grip. And uh, Plarium by, I, I'm not saying ignoring because they have been giving answers, but all we get there, let's be honest, is we're reporting this we're reporting this to the devs we're reporting this to, to, to the next meeting with the devs and so on and so on we very rarely get answers that are exhaustive that actually say it makes us think okay i got my answer i can tell my player base guys this is not going to happen or this is happen or this is very likely to happen we end up like we ask questions like a question and we have more dubs that we started with and at the end of the day, I feel that that chat is basically just for us to hang out and share opinions within us, among us, uh, to check out what I don't know who did make the next the, the the nicest video about rural whatever was the fusion. Sometimes they still post the video there, and it's nice. But other than that, we do not get that much of a communication with Parma. They should imp try to improve or pretend they are improving the communication give us an answer come back hey guys the development team say that this is not feasible okay so yeah. just give up on that this way of uh, thinking that you had about the dupe system is never going to happen deal with it and we can have five minutes of a round whatever you want but at the end of the day we have to deal with it i think with the whole uh, sort of um, murder thing that's going on i mean i mean, I, I understand what murder is trying to say or do um, but I, I think as human beings, some people kind of care about different things and some people care more and less than others, right? Now, I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that Murder doesn't care about this game or community. In fact, look, I know more than most of what he's done behind the scenes uh, for himself, uh, mad respect, right? Um, but I think we care about different things. I, I think... Um, I, I'm always more of a community person, always kind of have been, and I will always kind of fight up for the little guy. It's like you, you see someone fall down some stairs, or you see a woman get hit on the streets. You kind of go in and you try and sort it out, right? Because it's not right. I, I, I just have that in me, that when things aren't right, I kind of have to say or do something. Um, and But... but Murder didn't quite get that. I don't that murder's gonna be murder and murder's gonna be fine, but uh I, I just think yeah, we all have a right to care differently. We all have a right to share our own feelings and, and, and emotions towards this game and this community. Um so yeah, I, I don't think he was right or wrong. Um but at the same time I, I don't know, it's you know, we've all got difference of opinions. We all want the best for this game, we all want to do whatever we can for it. And um but yeah, I, I think uh, some people just rather sort of Emotional, as well they should be. Um, going on here as well, we mentioned as well um, uh, what was going to happen with Great Hall as well. Um, you're right, Great Hall is meant to be one of the end game features, but we can't deny any, uh, can't deny the input of Prodigy players like yourself. We should be ready for something you could spend your Classic Arena medals on closer to the fall as well. We'll keep track of the players that have Max Great Hall and see that the number is not big at all for now so for now nothing's going to happen with great hall yes you might be able to spend your shields on something in the bazaar in the future but nothing is really going to be happening to your great hall once you complete your great hall that is it um I, th there is so much going on um tag team septimus uh someone mentioned about septimus um i don't know guy i think there's so much going on here. is there anything that we kind of missed anything that we'd like to add before we kind of wrap things up and um, one final question that i've missed or something 
from everyone? Uh, or have we kind of covered everything? I mean, Is there nothing else that we've missed out? I think to me the biggest thing to keep in mind and i said it before i'll say it again is that i don't expect them to listen to the community individually or or responses but i do expect them to understand the sentiment and yeah you know saffron's followers or my followers or smileys aren't enough to form a global opinion but when we're all we all have different ideas but we're all saying the same thing uh like clan versus clan my idea was make each category the win loss rather than Rather than just total points, then, hey, someone can spend a billion books. Go ahead, do it. That's smart. You'll win one category. You'll win the champion build category. But I can go, I'm gonna, I know I have a good five-second spider team. I'm going to win that for my clan. And I think that then you're, you're, you know, the slider goes category by category. I actually don't hate the reaction gear. I'm a minority there. I hate how you get it. I hate that it's pay-gated yeah. right now around books. But I think it's changing the meta. Six months ago, the community complained that it's all about speed. If you didn't have a 380 Siffy, you couldn't compete. Well, guess what? You can now because of reaction gear, because of Swift Parry, and it's up to us to figure out counters for that. And I don't find a problem with that. My problem is, as a, like I'm in Chofly Elite, we're a top 100. We've been in version 6. We've, we're, we've only won once. And it's because all the, the whale clans, the true whale clans, are always going to win. So they're the only ones that are going to have the reaction gear. So it's further paygating that platinum top arena. And while that really, it doesn't hurt 90% of the population of this game because they'll never be in platinum, it should always be a goal for everyone playing. Everyone playing that for PvP should want to make it a platinum, even if they never will. And that's my problem is that the reaction gear and how you get it right now is making that impossible for most of the people that have a dream, right? To make it into platinum. And uh, yeah, that's all I want to say is like the clan versus clan it could be fixed so easily. The the reaction gear in and of itself isn't bad. I think it's just how how pay gated it is that that in, that interrupts my issue is my issue with it. Right? We'll find a way around it. People are already making slow teams. It's great. Hey, guess what? You don't need that 380 Siffy anymore. You need a 170 Siffy that's got 100k health and uh, a bunch of resist or whatever. Right? I like that. But uh, make it accessible for everyone. That's all. Yeah, I agree. And um, I, I, okay, Smiley, are you back yet, sir? Okay, no, Smiley did uh, had to step away. AFK, it's all good. Besme, um, any kind of wrap up with the AMA, man? Um, we've kind of gone shot over time as it is, but um, yeah, thoughts and feelings on the AMA. Something that you wish they had answered and didn't. Um, any kind of favorites or yeah, just kind of summarize up the AMA for us, man. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw the news in the Discord, I really like the idea i mean reddit is well known for being a little bit we can call it toxic but i would say more yeah. hyper critic environment and that's exactly what i wanted plarium to face yeah I, and not not in the not in the bad meaning not in the wrong meaning i wanted them to be forced to give answers like to be at, at, in a strict position and have been like forced to, to to share something with us and it turned out being the usual blah 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 we get from now and then with the Sorella videos with all the posts they made and they say we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and there's nothing in that information it is just maybe or we are evaluating or we are 
right now trying this and this in in test environments so we don't know which one will be but they don't even give options they don't even give ideas or hints on what we're gonna get and i'm fine with that like keep i'm fine with being a surprise but there have been things that they they have been promising us like forever for years so since i started playing this game i heard about dupe system and that was over a year ago and now they're saying they in the next that... six months yes do you remember when they said they could that we could sell stuff from the inbox do you remember that yeah yeah exactly uh that was a few months ago not that, oh, mate, that was not... a year plus ago they said that time ago that never happened like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually true and that's what i mean like reddit was a good test uh lab but they missed the opportunity and overall, I saw a lot of good questions. I have been going through them, reading them, and the most interesting ones did not even got, get answered. I, I understand that the time is limited and there's only two of them answering and everything, but I would have preferred more of being like, uh, more of cons concise, concise, I'm sorry, I'm not native, you may understand, the yeah. answers instead of like writing a wolf text with no information in it, like Cyril did with the answer to Stu. I would have preferred, no, we're not going to do this, or uh, yes, maybe in a couple of, uh, even a maybe, in a, in a couple of releases, like two months, give me an, in the, an approximate time frame. I, have to ex I, I, I can expect for something new to come or something you have been promising us. I'm not expecting things because I'm a player. It's just because you have said, we're going to implement this. So now, by now, I sign to tell the player base when it's going to happen, right? But overall, I did like the idea. I hope they do it more often, and I hope they do it with uh, more technical profiles answering, like you were mentioning at the beginning of, of, of this topic, yeah. with developers or head of developers or product owners or whatever profile in the company that has more of a touch, more of a connection with, uh, with the decisions that are being made and with the roadmap of, of, of the game itself. So community managers, I know they are the first, the front line. I don't blame Cyrilla. I don't blame Banana Jam. I don't blame our coordinators. They do have to face a very tough job. And I'm, I do not like to side by Flarim. I'm not, I'm, I'm not siding by Flarim. I'm siding by people that are employees. So they, do, so they do represent the company. They do take all the middle fingers reactions. And they perhaps, they have no better information than us. But here we're talking about the company, right? And the company should basically should just do something uh more for the communication that's i i do care about the communication with, with when it comes to this kind of product it's a game company so you want people to spend i do spend money if i know this game is going towards a direction right i i do spend more money okay i'm gonna spend anyway let's let's be honest i'm gonna spend my 50 dollars on a 2x void if i'm willing to pull a void but if i can spend a hundred i'll keep the rest of the, the, the other 50 in my pocket if I think that this game is not worth it, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, again, I, it's just all about balance, you know. Um, uh, it's, yeah, I, it's I just hope they, I hope they find that balance soon because it seems rather top heavy at the moment. Uh, and, and Smiley, yeah, we're just uh, kind of summarizing things that like we, we're kind of well overshot for time, mate. Um, but just uh, some like things that um, could have gone better with the AMA. Things that what did you take away from the AMA? Things that you're kind of looking forward to, uh, and just wrap up the AMA for us, man. Um, so the Reddit post, I, I do appreciate that they were trying something different. Yeah. Um, it is, I think 
it's just it's just hard because like i i'm always trying to think positively but this this it doesn't it did, we didn't really get any anywhere from this to be honest right we just got right. a bunch of uh like stuff that we just we just have more questions on more questions basically right, so and the positive stuff that people are taking away is that they can open up 10 voids at a time and 3v3 is going to be full yes. auto right that's the only two positives that i can <laughs> see you know yeah absolutely and like I, I just like honestly i do want more transparency but i do understand from their point um at times like i understand why they are beating around the bush but i just i just don't know like it's it's a very fine line i suppose so it's really it's really a struggle for me to say like um if it's like if i agree with this more or that more i just i'm kind of in the point where i just want to wait and see i know i keep saying that and i know it's not the positive uh thing to say right now or like the, the correct thing to say but i just I think they're. I, I just. I really believe they're heading in the right direction in some in some degree. But yeah, more transparency would be nice, and that's all I can really say to it, to be honest. Nice, yeah, good stuff. Um, and, and so yeah, I just want to say we are well over time now. So I'm just going to say uh, thanks to everyone for sort of jumping on in. We're going to sort of uh, uh, say goodbye to everyone for being here, Rufus. I'm going to leave you to last. Just hold that thought right there, buddy. Um, so yeah, let's uh, go through the cast real quick. We are well over time. Um, Bezmir, mate, it's been so good having you on uh, today, buddy. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing your opinions with us, mate. Um, all of the links are going to be in the YouTube and Spotify descriptions down below. You want to go check out Bezmir or any other content creator go check out the link in the description but yeah Bezmir, what are you up to this week man and thanks for coming on i truly thank you uh Sapper and all the guys for this nice talk uh it may have sounded a bit of a round of mine i'm sorry for that but i just care about the i, I just care of the game that at that point that i really wish uh we could have like improvements every day so i i'm a bit optimistic when it comes to that and we get deluded like too often by plan so uh, I hope we got some, uh, I hope I shared with you guys some of uh, my community sentiments and uh, yeah, I, 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 I was honored to be a part of this. So thank you for the invite again. And I'll definitely make sure that my guys go check out the video, the podcast, those that have missed the stream. That's awesome, man. Thank you very much. I mean, yeah, I mean, when there's things going on, there's nothing better than just get some good people around and talk about it, right? So, I mean, that's literally the podcast motto right there. So, so Gigi, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being such a great sport. We had a great time with you, man. Uh, and guys, go and check out Bearsme on Twitch and on YouTube as well. That'll be great. Uh, Mad Kappa, it's been fun also, mate. What are you up to this week? I hope you've had a good time. Yeah, no, I, I, I love the podcast all the time. I, I think it's fun to watch. It's fun to be a part of, and I thank you for it. And uh, I do want to say uh, it was awesome to have Smiley on. And Smiley, you have the right attitude. We have the, don't apologize. We right. have the wrong attitude. Yeah. We're the we're the negative Nancys. You're yeah. the one that's I got agree, the I agree. Smiley's so always 100%, positive. dude. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, you, you can talk about you have a friend who's a verified user, and he really helped you push to, to partner. No. You got partnered because of your attitude, and I love it. Right. And I'm it's I'm I'm on board. Like you kicked my ass. I should be be like, God damn, how did he do it? But I can't be anything but uh, happy for you. So keep that attitude. That's what makes you special in this uh, in this uh, Raid Shadow Legends universe. Appreciate uh, it. Thank just you. know that I used to be like that too. <laughs> right it was the best I, yeah. of times it was the worst of times you're the best of us smiley so so just keep that optimism your optimism is gonna lead us through the way okay so yeah just again thanks again for capo again smiley thanks again for coming on again congrats again on partner uh links are gonna be in the description down below i hope you had a good time man 
Yeah, I really appreciate you. It was an honor. And um, I think I'm going to finally have some time to do account takeovers and account help this week because there's not any more fusions going on for right. the time being, hopefully. Until next week, right? God, yeah. you and Rufus need to get a room. Just want to just hang out and chill out by doing account takeovers. Do you know what I do by hanging out? Not playing raid. That's what I do. Like, <laughs> not do more of it. My word. But anyway, GG. Guys, if you want your account takeovers, you've got Rufus and Smiley right on here, which I'm happy to do it. Um, yeah, Smiley, thanks again, though, man. I hope you enjoy yourself, and I look forward to you coming on next time, and, and wish you all the best of luck for everything that you continue to do, right? Just keep on grinding, okay? Um, Thank you, guys. That'd be good. And and also, so we, Rufus are kind of saved to last. There's a little bit of a reason why we saved Rufus to last. I, I know we're pressing on time. Uh, next week, uh, let me go. I have got... My jab number two. Okay, so I've got my second jab, and it's the Ashes as a necklace last time. Now, last time I got the jab on a Friday afternoon, and I then had a stream, i.e. the podcast, uh, during a Saturday. Now, that, that Saturday was a blur. I can't remember anything. It, it's it literally crazy. Um, I then had to do no more jockeys after. It was a big mistake, but I powered through last time. Uh, that won't be happening again this time. So next week, rather than cancel the whole podcast completely, we're going to do a different... Uh, we're going to take it a different route. Um, the one and only Rufus Shinra will be guest hosting next uh, this time next week. And it's going to basically be a twisted version of the podcast, so to say. And no holds barred, uh, kind of respective of, of content creators, of what they want to say, what they do. Now, usually I'm here, you know, I'm the one usually kind of getting, um, I don't know, sort of um, antsy, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm... Think of your parents leaving the house. Usually there's a house party. It's going to be sort of a dark version of that, I suppose. Who knows what's going to kind of happen, but Rufus is going to be guest hosting. Rufus, thanks for agreeing to guest host for me, and uh, we're just getting a cast together, and then we'll post it to everyone, right? Yeah, man. Uh, no worries. And, uh, of course, uh, glad as always to be a part of, of the cast. And for next week, if you're familiar with the Star Trek's uh, Mirror Universe, I've already prepared my goatee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, it's going to be a sight to behold. We're going to have a cast of people who are not going to um, be afraid to to spit some some fire. Uh, yeah. So basically, I think that uh, as we thought of it with with Saf, it's going to be a little bit cathartic to uh, not walk around the bush. But again, uh, and and uh, come on, man, Smiley, how dare you be that re beacon of hope that you are and that right. shining <laughs> smiley face <laughs> in the universe. No, we don't want none of that. We're going to go pure negativity and we'll see what comes comes out of it. Uh, can we call Smiley shiny? Can we do that? Just just, just shine that beacon of light towards yeah. the great. Just one, one last bit of, of, of info about uh, my activity next week. So uh, I'm going to start uploading some videos on Resident Evil 8 for right. a change to take my mind off of the, of the game. Uh, I'll still be uploading uh, Raid Shadow Legends Mate, videos. But we're man. 30 minutes over the two-hour slot, and you're talking about posting yeah. Resident Evil videos. Right, <laughs> that, that, got that's it. The state of, that's the state of Raid Shadow Legends. Right. That's the state of Raid Go Shadow Go and check out Rufus Shinra and everyone else on the podcast, guys. It's been great to have you on. So we kind of run over time. I think we just really enjoyed the conversation. We even missed a whole lot of stuff out. So uh, who, who would have thought that all of those content creators could talk for two and a half hours of Raid? Uh, I didn't, but there we go. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure. Look after yourselves. We'll see you same time. Oh, Rufus and Co. We'll see you same time next week. Uh, until next time, go check everyone out on YouTube, and uh, I'll see you all soon. Peace. Thanks again, Sav. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Good news. We have memberships on YouTube now. 
And for as little as 99 pence or 99 cents, you guys can support this channel and our endeavors to go forward, right? You also get perks for all these memberships. You guys will get access to members only live chat, uh, connecting on social media, you'll get your own individual channels in my Discord, and you'll also get early access to new videos by up to six hours. Uh, we also have a supplemental for $8.99. In addition to the perks that I just mentioned, you'll also get to play games with me. Get involved with the channel, guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you all soon. Peace.